Yeah. I'm eating tuna, and the cat has come for dinner. <laughs> of course uh, he has. Of course. Ugh. My Lots students have been eating tomorrow, nope, and it was bad. I, I just got in a few minutes ago, and so I'm 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 just organizing myself a little bit. Oh, no That's fine. Yeah, I just got back from a review session. Some of my students obviously have no idea what the hell they're doing for their exam tomorrow, oh. and I'm like, I can't help you, kid. Just I can't. And mm-hmm. there's only um, so much one TA can do. Well, oh, Melinda, I'm re-listening to the beginning of Pufo, so I've gotten the, I just finished your episodes. Uh-oh. <laughs> I know. Sorry. I got a total message the other day. It's a boat boat. <laughs> yeah. Recently, doing, I can't even remember how, but it was something about something about a, a little rowboat, I think. Oh, she was wondering what a skiff was. And I happened to answer her because I saw this on Facebook. And then mm-hmm. I got a million ways And Ryan piped in, I'm very uncomfortable with Melinda and Jen discussing boats. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least it wasn't Jen and she. What's that? At least it wasn't Jen and she. That would have been bad. Yeah. <laughs> or Tina. I don't remember oh, Tina no. being on that discussion. Okay. Oh, wasn't she? No, it was just I don't, Jen and she. I think she. it was just Jen and she. Jen and she. Very okay. late at night, very, very drunk. Yes, I believe there was cool. tequila involved. I haven't oh, had a mic experience with the whole podcasting thing. <laughs> Poor Melinda. You you go with I your podcast think- with Pottercast, and they're very <laughs> professional. And then you get Ryan and Puffwa, and why you stayed with us, we'll never know. I don't think I've ever had a podcast that was that riotous. I mean, we enjoy ourselves. I haven't laughed that hard in weeks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something about, I don't know, Jen just seems to attract the Jen. really fun stories. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. I think it's her interpretation of life. Yeah, possibly. Because Trisha has as cool as stories. And Trisha is funny, but Trisha is not Jen funny. Yeah. Yeah. Part of it is just the way Jen chooses to tell the stories, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Or just because so many things seem to happen at once. So it's like, oh, you poor person. All of these things all in the same place. I don't know. And then she'll just, like, she'll be talking about a bear attacking her and then it'll switch to Draco and leather. You know, she's just like, yeah. Oh. Oh, but favorite. I saw nuns! Yeah, that's my favorite part of episode four. Like, Ryan's trying to move on from the bear story, and we're like, okay, we've got the adventures from Yellowstone, that's fine. And then she goes back to the nuns, just because. That's the really exciting part. Forget the bear. Well, and she's so excited about the nuns, it's hilarious. Yeah. Wait, was this the busload of Chinese nuns? Yes. Yeah. Without their habits. She hasn't, she hasn't seen nuns in person for a while or hadn't before that or something. I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen a nun in person. I'm not sure if I have either. I've seen monks. We've gone and stayed with monks. Yeah, I've seen a few. And my French teacher in high school was a former nun who decided it wasn't for her. But I don't know if I've ever... Well, I guess the thing, both for us and Jen, is that a lot of nuns these days don't necessarily wear the traditional habits. So you might see nuns out in public and just not know. You're reminding me of the uh, Geek and Sundry thing they were doing just as I started up the computer and stuff. I went over there to see what was up, and they're playing. They were playing with the Nintendo Switch, and it comes with various odd party games and things. And one of the ones that they tried is uh, called Eating Contest, and mm. you basically pretend that the little controller with its motion sensor and whatever else it has in it is the end of a sandwich, and like you hold it 
an inch or two from your mouth and go as fast as you can. <laughs> and it times the movements of your mouth and says how many sandwiches you got through. Interesting. <laughs> three, three minutes what? or 30 seconds or whatever it is. I think it's three minutes. But <laughs> and this yeah. is why I don't play video games. <laughs> <laughs> Not all of them are like that, but some of them are well, just... Well, you then. <laughs> we missed you last night, Scott. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry I missed you guys. I was busy cleaning out my room for the carpet cleaners who were coming today. Ah. Because um, uh, Johan downstairs has moved out. He's gone to back to BC to be closer to his family and such. So we were cleaning out all of his place, and uh, Leslie decided we might as well clean my floors too, which they probably were due for it. Mm-hmm. Well, why not? So I was getting everything off of the floor and either putting it away or finding non-floor places to stack things. <laughs> That's never good, because whenever I do that, I end up stacking everything on my bed, and then I don't have a place to sleep. <laughs> well, I have the handy shelf that sort of goes around two walls of my room, and the one wall has mostly books and then some of the things with my computer and such, but the other one was pretty much empty, so I put all my loot crate boxes there, because... <laughs> That works. I really need to go through those and do some sort of donation thing or uh, ask if people want some of the fandom things and send them out or whatever. Because, yeah, there's a good 80% of the stuff that just isn't particularly my thing, so it's mm-hmm. sitting in the box. <laughs> yeah. Well, I anyway. imagine we should start because I know Melinda wants to go. Say- oh, wait, before we start, here's my thought. The... Mm-hmm. Author would really like to do an author interview. Okay. So we can either do, so there's 10 chapters left after what we do tonight. So we could either do five chapters and five chapters and put the two together, or we could do another like six or seven chapters the next time and then just do um, three or four chapters at the end and attach the author interview to it. So we've been doing about six chapters a week, I think, or is it eight? We started uh, well, 13, with six. We were, 15, 15, we were going to do eight, 17, and it was too long. 18. So, yeah, we're doing about six. So we could do um, six and then four and an author interview, or we can do five and five. Are there any particularly interesting places in those breakpoints that would be better to do one or the other? Alex, if you close the computer, it hangs up on people. Stop it. <laughs> You are so we just have different the... gags on our podcast. That's all. Yeah. Ours is always, what is Alex going to do today? Uh, well, the plates in his normal spot. Do it next week, so. You said what? I don't care when we do it next week. I've got spring break. So oh, That's true. The following week, which is the week that we would do it. Is that right? Wait a minute. i got to look. So today's the 7th. Next week. No, it's too. I don't go to Harry Potter World till the 28th. Oh, so jealous. So. Yeah, I oh, wish I could come with you again. Mm. Yeah, Scott, that would be fun. Yeah, Melinda, you get to go the fun one, though. I'm just going to L.A. It's smaller, but it'll still be fun. Mm-hmm. It's got a lot of the same things, just not quite as many. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just a little over a year ago that, that we went down. Now I, uh... Did I have to tell you the story about the cats? Uh, I don't no. think so. I don't remember a cat story. We went for my birthday. My birthday's in January, so so the, the, my husband surprised me. This is what we what we did. We went down to Universal and we stayed on site, so that it was you get a pass to go on the rides 
quicker when you stay on site. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Except for of course the Harry Potter rides because they're new. You still have to stand in line for them. But that's beside the point. At night, it got it was really cold because it was January, so it was freezing for them. But it was even you know for us New Englanders, it got cold there at night. We we had in Florida. In Florida, in January, it gets chilly. So it was definitely in mm, probably in yeah. the 40s at night. And so it was probably the second night there. And all of a sudden, one of my sons says, is that a cat? And we had like a slider, you know, like you can mm-hmm. open that and you go out to the pool or the yeah. area. So we, we opened the door. And sure enough, there was like a little gray kitten mm. um, outside. So the kids were, you know, it was a feral cat, obviously, because you see them running around down in those places a lot. Yeah. You know, I think they keep them at the hotels just to take care of the rodent problem. Oh, but the kids were trying to get, that. they were, you know, we had dinner in the room that night, some leftovers things. So they're trying to entice the cat into the room by making like a trail. Oh, God. So of course, the cat did come in the room and, and was eating the food, and it, but it, was, it wouldn't let anyone near it, but it would. It came in the room. So that was the end of that. You know, the, it went back out. It didn't stay that long. It was fine. Then the next night, the cat was back with a friend. <laughs> so the kids, of course, did the same thing. We opened the thing. And so then they decided they had to name these cats. So we named the cats Ron and Hermione. Nice. Of course. And um, the, 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 it was really cold at night. So Leo, my husband, took the extra blanket out of the closet. The hotel people probably wouldn't oh, make a bed outside for the cats. Aww. <laughs> And so Leo with the heart of gold. The next night, a third cat had joined. <laughs> this cat, this cat had a little white mark on its head. So I'm like, oh, oh my god, Harry! <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then so Harry was in the room with that. We and then my my son, my middle son, had fallen in love with Hermione. He was going through all these plots on how he could sneak the cat home. And I'm like, we're not taking any of these cats home. And this became the thing. The cat kids were. Decide, you know, there's three of them, there's three cats. We're not taking the cats home. So a little while later, all of a sudden, the fourth cat showed up. So I, I didn't even notice it. My other son goes, oh, look, Neville's here. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking, what is going to happen? The next people that come to these rooms, because these cats now were so friendly, they would walk in and out. They'd let you pet them. They were, <laughs> they were basically They're sharing like, hey, the room with them. this is a good place to go. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what would happen to that. But my, my, the youngest was saying he wanted the next cat to have white on its chin so that he could name the next one Dumbledore. Dumbledore. <laughs> Dumbledore never showed up, but we had the four. We had, and, and, and Quinn still will wonder what happened. I mean, he very, very much took to Hermione because she was the cuddly one. She would let him pet him. Uh-huh. And she'd hop up on the bed. It was just, I was like, this is not the way this is supposed to be working. <laughs> but no. it, was, it was very funny. Do you yeah. have pictures? I do. I don't know where they are, but we def- I can find them. We definitely we took pictures of all the cats. Whenever you saw that third cat came in with the mu- it wasn't a lightning bolt, but it was definitely a white mark on it. So I was like, oh, my God, it's Harry. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And then Neville. That's nice. It was, it yeah. was funny. This is not, not a kitten or Harry Potter, but we went on a, a retreat for work at the old nuclear power plant. And one of the okay. cook actually decided to go for a walk around the, the little lake there. And this goose, this Canada goose came out and said, Hey, I like you. And like followed her around and everything. And she sat down and it crawled in her lap. <laughs> and she's what? like, I got to take this home. And we're like, you can't take it home. And she's like, yeah, it would miss its friends. But she literally went back a month later and doggone if that goose didn't recognize her and come straight to her. 
Oh, oh my goodness. Nice. Yeah. She made a firm friend that night or that day. It was hilarious. Huh. She's like, yeah, I went and visited my goose. I said, did it come? Oh, yeah, it came right out as soon as it saw me. <laughs> you were the goose whisperer. <laughs> I'm, I'm suddenly imagining it like if she's flying home, like the goose is like next to her. <laughs> and she rides her broom home. Yeah, that works. Mm-hmm. So, but we're supposed to be talking about Prisoners by Whitetail. Yes. And we should probably do an official start to the show so you know where to put the intro. Yes, that would be good. <laughs> I never know where to put the intro anymore. The intro is weird now because it starts right up with the talking. I don't have a, a music intro, so I don't know where to put the date. You don't? No, because Wolfie did it different. Oh. And so. Well, you can always do a so I date just, first and then music. Yeah, that's what I did this last time. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, Melinda, that I didn't message you. I thought I had. And then when oh, I, you okay. messaged I me was... today, I was like, oh, man, I didn't. I know I didn't send the, the Dudley um, author the last podcast either. I'm just, like, totally missing an action. I was, uh, it's tax season, so it's, it's hectic here anyway. So mm-hmm. it, Oh, taxes. Sudden, I'm like, it's Tuesday. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if we're podcasting. And then my, my son is a Boy Scout. And they had to go to a town meeting for, for one of their merit badges. So I took four boys to our local town meeting. Uh-huh. It started at six and it was, you know, it was just not the night to bring four boys because there were two townspeople very, very annoyed with the board. And, and it was just like, it, it got kind of ugly. And I'm thinking, Oh my God, why did I bring these boys here tonight? <laughs> so then I'm watching them like, and I completely forgot all about this until I got home and I saw Sue's measures like, we are doing it tonight. I'm like, Oh, okay. So that's why I was a little unorganized because I had to find where I put my notes. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Well, hey, but don't you worry, actually I have just notes, read. So you're in my head. Yeah. Yeah, Moody was like, reading. Them, so don't worry. <laughs> I had to read it all way before because I knew by this time now, there's no time left for reading nowadays. This is just yeah. insane. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have to file in two states this year and it's it's getting interesting. Oh, that's fun. Potentially three states next Hopefully year. Hopefully you get refunds from them all, though. So far. Go. That'd be so nice. Far. There's something weird going on. Oh, my. We need search and rescue for Skype. Well, I mean, come on. We've got two Hufflepuffs here. You could just go find them. <laughs> You've got three now. <laughs> what have you done, Alex? You're calling people. Don't call strangers. <laughs> oh, dear. told Alex, you are not welcome in my bed with squirrel breath. Who dares enter my chamber? Can you do that again? Who dares enter my chambers? <laughs> Save yeah. that for something it totally needs to do. <laughs> you know yeah. what? I think she just replaced Scott. <laughs> Sex and snork eggs. Awkward. Google food is always food. useful. Okay, Google food came in. I was having fun. Well, that's oh. always good, too. We're not fun anymore. You're a different kind of fun. You don't want <laughs> it to be the same kind of fun. I Trust was going to say, I don't want to know what kind of fun <laughs> you were having. <clears throat> and that's all we're going to say about that, because... Because <laughs> we don't want to know what you were doing. Thanks.
Thanks. Now you're just making it seem even worse. <laughs> you are evil. She's just trying to separate church and state. It's all doing the Ryan thing. Oh, did you want to hear my stupid story? Yes. <laughs> I know you did something because you sent me a message and was like, do I have a story for you? And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just broke a lot of memories, and I'm thinking, oh, shit, me and my oversharing. <laughs> you do like to do that. She flews the headmaster's office, and Albus says, good evening, Minerva, is there a problem? Albus, I have an unconscious death eater tied up in my office. Now, Minerva, I'm sure Severus was just... <laughs> <laughs> Because we were slightly off topic. <clears throat> oh. Off topic? Us? Oh. Never. Us? Never. No, not at all. How dare you, Sue? How I dare know. you? I know. We're in depth when we're not off topic. Yeah. Lockhart leaves before Harry and Ron can come out of the closet. Gave me some big brassy balls. Well, you know, <laughs> we have to have balls. That's what we do. I, go, I need to learn how to have a filter on my mouth. Bloody buggering hell. <laughs> Bloody Merlin's galloping gargoyles! (laughs) I hate being responsible. Welcome to Potterfic Weekly, the flagship of the podcast, the family of podcasts that is Potterfic Weekly. Uh, I'm Sue. I'm Scott. I'm Melinda. And I'm Mooney. And we are doing chapters... Ooh, I'm still on 24. 13 to 18. That's not going to work. 13 to 18. <laughs> 13 to 18. Of Prisoners by Whitetail. <laughs> Which we find on potionsandsnitches.org. Yes. I know. When when Melinda first sent this to me, she said, Prisoners by Whitetail on Potions and Snitches. And so I looked it up as Prisoners by Whitetail, like that was the whole title, and got <laughs> very confused. Sorry. That's okay. This is, I, I don't know, quite honestly, this isn't a site that I free this is the only story I've ever read on this site. Mm-hmm. So somebody must have recommended it to me is the only way I can think that, yeah. that I had found it. And then you read it and recommended it on Poofwall because Yeah, I liked it. Or mm-hmm. maybe it was did. your list. It might have been your list that you recommended it on. Mm-hmm. The list, yeah. Because they were teasing me about me looking for a Snape mentor story. Because mm-hmm. they know that's just not usually what I look for, but that's what I was in the mood for. And it's good sometimes. To get a little well, out some of them are done. Uh, yeah, I, I realized I was reading one a different ki- kind of story. Um, I had from that other website that, that's uh, off Facebook. So, mm-hmm. um, and I got a bunch of recommendations because they were they were trying to make you like ship a, a pair that you don't usually ship. Right. So I, I tried several of the ones that they recommended, and oh my god, I realized I get so drawn into a story that if I don't like it, I get really really irritable. And it might be that it's because tax season too. It just might be. But I was like, to, to the point that one of my kids said, what is wrong with you? And I was like, oh my God, it's true. It's just because this story is irritating me so much. So I did. <laughs> Poor Melinda. <laughs> Poor Melinda's kids. your outside life. It was just making me irritated. Because like, this is just not the way these people are supposed to behave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it didn't, didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a Draco Hermione story is what the, the pairing was. Suspension yeah. of disbelief is sometimes difficult. Yeah, I, I just couldn't do it. Cause it's like, this is, there was one, one of them I read that took place like in the future, like, like around Cursed Child era. Mm-hmm. Okay. That one I could buy just because I think 
I could see the progression of like, I liked the character Draco in, in Cursed Child, Child. Mm-hmm. but I didn't like him in Canon. So no, yeah. the, the, the second story that I was reading took place right after the battle. And it just, it didn't work because, because mm. they were trying to make Draco more like Cursed Child Draco rather than the way I still saw him then. So that's yeah. what was, it was just irritating me. Well, Very, lots of excuses I felt. As a teacher, I do book orders through Scholastic. And oh, I so, remember those. So I made a, my book order the other day. I had a parent that said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it, but we're not going to do it till this time because we need to get paid. And I was like, well, it's going to be out of my month and I won't get my bonuses. So I'm just going to put in a $20 order. And I was like, oh, I'm going to order Fantastic Beasts. I want to order Fantastic Beasts and I can get it for free with bonus points. Mm. And I totally brain farted and ordered Cursed Child and not Fantastic Beasts. Oh, no. So I have Cursed Child coming, but not Fantastic Can you change it? No, it's too late. So I have to wait till next month and hope that I get some book orders in so that I can build up my bonus points again so that I can order that one. And I just saw the Mm. cover for the illustrated book three. And it's the night bus, and it is gorgeous. Okay, okay. The night Mm. bus has a friggin' dark mark on it. Please explain to me, somebody, because I don't get it. I didn't see that. I part. swear, either that or I'm like completely batshit crazy, which is entirely possible. <laughs> I mean, maybe I sh- eventually, because doesn't Stan and and that's true. Stan eventually. Oh, no, I have. That was going to drive me nuts. I have to go find it. Illustrated. I, well, I never bought. I never bought Chamber of Secrets because I was so annoyed. Like, how can you make an illustrated version of Chamber of Secrets without a single picture of Ginny in it? I was really, really annoyed, so I refused to buy that yeah. one, and I still have it. Aww. Yeah, but Prisoner spell, of Azkaban is my favorite book. How do you spell book, so I think Azkaban? A-A-K-A-B-K-A-N. It's not a dark mark. It's a Skelligro poster. It's got a skull. Oh, thank God. But, okay. A Skelligro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's got a green skull on it, so I figured it was the dark <laughs> they mark. They do it like black oh. Skelligro. What else, what else do you want Skelligro for? That's got funny. The <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yeah. Birdie bots every flavor beans. Skelligro okay. twice. <laughs> Okay, I can stop freaking out now. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be really pretty. Oh, I want, but I don't need a whole new set. I've already got two. I know, but I can get them for free, so it's cool. <laughs> I need you. The new, the new, yeah, um, your book, they're expensive. I know, the yeah. new, uh, Hufflepuff version where they're, they're all in yellow covers is really cool too. Oh, yeah. But mm. I don't need more books. Yeah, they're going to continue finding way to get your uh, money. <laughs> yep. Uh, why couldn't they have done this years ago? Because they already had a way to get your money at that point. Mm-hmm. I don't need three I copies. Like in the artwork. I, so some of it is really, really pretty. I actually don't have a complete set of any of them because I have the <laughs> I have the U.S. version of Sorcerer's Stone, and then yeah. I have the U.K. versions of everything else. <laughs> Well, no, because I've got, enough. Yeah, I've got a U.S. complete set, and then I've got four of the seven in the U.K. edition. I only have I one think. U.K. I only have one mm. U.K. I stuffed my suitcase when I was in London. <laughs> yeah. Well, mine are through Canada, being a, a British colony. We have that edition available, so they just mm. that was one of the ones we could order. Oh, these pictures look, these covers look so, so much like, better. Can we order it from, do you have Amazon Canada? Can we order it that way? It'd be quicker. Possibly. I'm not sure. I've, the only one I actually bought myself was the last one, I think. <laughs> Cause I keep getting presents from people. But, mm. uh, let's see. 
you could probably sweet talk Scott and he could buy it for you and send it to you, Melinda. Or I was, Ooh, just, I was just to say, Mooney, we could take a road trip. <laughs> yes, let's. <laughs> yeah, they've got a there bunch go. of editions available on. We can Scott's pick up Brian on the way. <laughs> yeah, the the new covers. Well, they're uh, obviously, I mean, we're not going to leave Danielle. <laughs> and then there's the the UK cover, which is currently at like $55 for paperback what? or hardcover because they're used and new. They're not in stock at Amazon. Oh. Then there's the adult edition. And that sounds the, so wrong. Um, the large print edition. <laughs> <laughs> All sorts of different things. Wow. But oh, yeah, the, large print? the standard ones seem to be the, oh, um, the UK covers. They don't actually have... Oh, I can get the U.S. covers if I buy the seven-volume set. But all the rest of them are the uh, are the UK I can't ones. They have large print. I'm very impressed. So I heard something really interesting that I wouldn't have caught, but because this guy was Michael Harley Scott is a librarian, yeah. he caught it. And let's see if I can remember which one. But the fourth, it must be the fourth book. The font mm-hmm. and the uh, margin spacing are different. And compared to okay, any now, of, I have to go look this up. Hold any on. of the other ones, there, all the rest of them, the font is twelve. So big, they, they, I think they, I, I think I remember hearing about this. They tried to make it smaller. So, Chamber of Secrets, no, it's the last one, and it goes from a twelve-point font to eleven-point like five. Okay, so compare that oh, okay. to Goblet. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's Goblet. Compare that to Goblet. That would make sense because it is the longest one. At least until you get I don't know. My book. chamber font looks smaller. Well, maybe it was chamber. I don't know. I was half asleep when I listened to it this last but night. But then chamber's short. Like, compared to Goblet, chamber's go to really the, short. Go to the last page, and it will tell you what the font is in the last page of the book. Oh, okay. I learned if that I can get too. it. Oh, does it tell you size, it's too? Like, I know it tells you which type it, it is. But... Apparently. Yes, it does. Okay. Except that I've got a hijacked version, so... um, <laughs> I No, I don't have that information. <laughs> <laughs> my books are too far away i have quidditch through the ages yep. and uh fantastic beasts right next to me but the rest of my books are on the, across the room yeah because last night when we were talking bob said something about do you know what kind of how just stupid quidditch is even if you read quidditch through the ages and i was like okay it's right here in my hands she's like how'd you do that and i was like well it's sitting right next to me <laughs> So they were bashing the whole idea of the snitch. Ryan and Bob had a sport conversation. It was great fun because, you know. Oh, my God. Ryan did <laughs> Yay, it. sports ball. <laughs> it was pretty funny. And then, then Bob and I geeked out about D&D, and Ryan went to go check on Danielle, who had passed out somewhere. So there Ryan texted me huh. during the, the Super Bowl game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so somebody was keeping him because I knew he wasn't watching it. So at halftime, when things were looking horrendous, he texted me. He said something about my sympathies to you and your family at these difficult times or something like that. So I smart mouth right back. I was like, it ain't over till it's over. And then at the end of the game, won. I was like, excuse me, Ryan? He's like, huh, apparently this is a thing. He didn't even know that. <laughs> was yeah, he wasn't paying attention. I actually watched the game this year. It was quite fun. Your game? It was. Yeah, except I for that No, it was even happening, except mom that we had to figure out some ad things. Turned it off. She accidentally hit a button and then couldn't get back, so we missed the one turnover. Aww. When we left, one team had the ball, and when we came back, the other team had the ball, and we had no, no idea what happened. It was, 
there was a couple turnovers though. Patriots did it twice: one fumble, one interception, and then Atlanta. Um, it was got Atlanta had the ball a, when we left, turnover. and when we came back, the Patriots had the ball, and that's when yeah. the tide turned, they and we were like, Matt Ryan, it was pretty awesome, right out of field goal range, and that that was pretty key. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, so I missed that one. Yeah, Pr- Prisoner of Azkaban is eleven and a half font uh, Adobe whatever the hell, and then all the rest uh, of them are twelve. Well, uh, well, at least Deathly Hallows is twelve. Yeah, all the rest of them are twelve. The they Prisoner said that on the of Azkaban is the is the yeah, which makes no sense. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Tiny. Yeah, I don't know. But it changed because he he knew about it. He recognized the fact that when you open the book, it looked different. And I was like, how did you even notice that? I don't even pay attention to that stuff. But yeah, I would he obviously Goblet of Fire was so big that it was a way to uh, uh, advance a little bit. That's funny. What does Goblet say? Goblet is. We are so bad. I know. <laughs> I know. We're debating over the down plot. the rabbit hole. <laughs> prisoners. Yeah, we really like the story, okay, yeah, Whitetail. <laughs> Sorry, you just have, to have it. Never mind. Somebody look it up for me. Facing fears, <laughs> and we have uh, Severus is watching out the window to make sure that Harry's not getting into mischief. He's throwing the ball and chasing it, spinning around in circles. I thought that was so cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, Harry is definitely more of a four-year-old for most of these chapters. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's very full. Yeah, very much regressing. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to, uh, Snape's, I can't think of him as Severus. It just blows my mind. It's like, wait a minute, Snape. Snape's so much easier for yeah, me to say. Snape is easier to say anyway. Um, he's folding his laundry and he's thinking about organizing his boxes of books and different things oh. like that. Yeah, I love Harry spinning in little circles and then getting dizzy. And then, yeah. and then unfortunately, Hermione comes down to do laundry, and nobody's told her about the bargard in the cupboard. No, didn't they do anything about it? No, apparently not. I guess Snape just sort of chased it back into the cupboard, and he's having trouble casting magic at this point. So, Mm. yeah, Yeah, it's no big deal. They both knew to avoid him, so they just left him alone. And now here was poor Hermione with both her dead parents in front of her. Oh, yeah. That's not traumatic at all. No, <laughs> not at all. So he steps in front of her, and then now there's Lily dead on the floor, and all he can think of is don't let Harry come in. Yeah. And he's trying ridiculous. Ridiculous! Damn it! Ridiculous! <laughs> <laughs> and then finally Hermione does it, because he can't quite do the magic. Oh, yeah. Hermione. At least she's figured out what's going on by that mm-hmm. point. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, it's like that scene in um, Order of the Phoenix with Mrs. Weasley. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How are you supposed to think of something funny when that kind of thing is in front of you? Yeah. And at least, yeah. I mean, as bad as this is to say, at least with them, there are only one or two of them. Mrs. Weasley had at least seven. Yes, they just went from one to the other to the other to the other. And yeah, what do you do to make that funny? Make them puppets? I mean, yeah, what do you, that's what not what do you, funny. Yeah, I, I don't know how There's, you, Especially you, where it's so raw with her that it had just happened. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's you have no to do way. the... Parvati thing and go for something completely different. But mm-hmm. though who knows if she actually did that in the books. I don't know if we get to hear what hers was. Anyway. So so he wants to know if it's her parents, and she says yes, and then she says, who was that woman? I think I've seen her before. And Snape says, I just went to school with her, and then all of a sudden she's like, oh, wait, that's Harry's mom. Hagrid yeah, gave him a she's photo. She's seen the wedding photo. So he has to explain a little bit about how they were friends. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I like I like that. That's obviously, you know, she's not trying to pry, but it's Hermione. She's Carrie, mm-hmm. you know, she's not going to be able to stop that. So I kind of <laughs> yeah. like the image of that. Yeah. Yeah. And I love her. Why are they my, my booger? Why, how can something that's already happened be my biggest fear? It's already happened. Like, well, how, how is that a problem? Because Harry saw the Dementors. Well, he could yeah, run into like Dementors how... anytime. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I see what you're saying. Most of it is a thing you'll be scared of happening. Um, you, Ron doesn't want to be in a room mm. with spiders. Um, you know. Mm-hmm. What happens if your fear isn't like a physical thing? Then you get a little representation like Remus yes. and the floating moon. Mm-hmm. Well, that's still a physical thing, though. Like, I'm scared of heights. Like, you know, I'm trying to imagine, like, how a bugger would do something like that. I don't know. Maybe fill the room with clouds or something. Mm. Or maybe just transform itself almost into a ledge that you're standing on. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. I don't know how that would work exactly. Because, yeah, technically Remus isn't actually scared of the moon. He's scared of what it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm not sure how you would make a metaphor out of being scared of heights. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. It's a fun thought, isn't it? Mm-hmm. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> It's an interesting thought experiment for most of us. But yes, they have, they had some trouble with that. But, um, then they have a little bit of a conversation about Lily and, mm-hmm. um, they just sort of sit there for a little bit and he says, did you like the book? <laughs> he wants to do something to change the subject. Yeah. And I love that he gives it to her. You may keep mm-hmm. it if you want. I don't remember what book. Yeah. Anna Anna Gables. Gables. Oh, that's right. A young, recently orphaned girl who goes to live in the countryside and makes a lot of great things out of her life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he he insists that she keeps it because otherwise it's just going to sit in a box. Because his summer home is unsafe and he's not going to be able to go back to Hogwarts and teach, so she might as well just keep it. So then they talk about kind of what he's going to do. He he says, "I don't know." I she says, "I can't think of you being anything other than a professor." And he says, well, mm-hmm. I I can't think of anything else either. And she says, well, I suppose brewing potions is out. And he's like, yeah, can't do that. And so they kind of, then all of a sudden he's like, oh, and speaking of potions, sort of, Dobby brought lunch. Let's have some soup. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. it's not entirely different things. Mm-hmm. I, and I did like. Hermione miss admitting that that she wasn't very good with with cleaning spells. That was awesome. But, but don't yeah. tell Harry and Ron. Right, they yeah. think I'm good at everything. Says, if uh, you were, if I was still teaching you, I would have put in a unit on cleaning cauldrons <laughs> cleaning just to show them. Up. <laughs> I thought would have done was, that too. I think that, that no, was actually very clever. I love the turn of phrase. I mean, I know that I'm rubbish at something means I'm not very good at it, but the fact that it was I'm rubbish at cleaning spells, I just had a good laugh about that one. <laughs> rubbish is what happens when you're not good at cleaning spells. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And we shift back to Harry's point of view, and he comes I wonder in if that would and walks on the rug. What? If what? you're bad at cleaning spells, if it like multiplies the garbage or like does other weird things if you're not... Uh, if you're really, really bad at it. Maybe. Right. I feel yeah, like I just it's, it's more likely to just not work. You mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, leave smears on windows or, or, or pots yeah. and pans or whatever stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So Harry's... Although, probably the twins would figure out some way of reverse engineering. Oh, no, I'm, I'm sure. 
Well, yeah. Didn't we read a fic recently where they had this great magical carpet and it self-cleaned? Uh, <laughs> so they they were finally able to have a carpet in the shop because they couldn't have carpet in the shop because people spilled stuff all the time and that didn't work. So then they found they invented a, and it just sort of rippled and then it cleaned itself and sort of dumped it out. Oh yes, first invention. I want one of those. I want one of those too. That's where it came from. Is I was probably cleaning a carpet that day and I was. This is what I want. <laughs> yeah. I love, somebody wrote a story for Jules once upon a time, and it had a, a plant, and the plant cleaned. It was a plant that Neville invented. Yeah, it would and, wander around the house when everybody was asleep and, and clean stuff and up. clean, yeah. I I wrote a, a drabble about it, but I got the idea from somebody else that wrote it for Jules. Yeah, you know, they have those questionnaires every once in a while. They always pop up on your feed. About if you could have one thing from the Harry Potter universe, what would you want? What would you want? And my kids always go back and forth between a wand and a broom, you know, mm-hmm. all back. And it, mine has never, ever changed. I want a house elf. Mm-hmm. I completely want a house elf. It's not getting close. I don't care. I want a house elf. Yeah. I'd, if I had to, you know, pick some spells, I'd be torn between stuff like the household cleaning stuff, mm-hmm. uh, the summoning charm or apparition. Yeah, but but a house elf would do all that for you. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> yeah, a house elf would be nice. Oh, that would be. And it could clean the chicken coop. Oh, that would be so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You oh, guys enjoy it. The you guys laugh. I spent the hour before we came on the podcast watching videos of the rats crawling around the chicken coop in the middle of the night oh, because we're trying to figure oh, out. Uh, how to and they're really smart rats they won't go anywhere near my traps oh of course not that would be too easy uh-huh and i can't have you caught the bobcat yet no but no. i haven't caught the skunk again either so that's good <laughs> well maybe it ate it yes and we have harry now he's all played out and he's come down and he's flopped down on the rug and he's like decided that he's uh at the cat's eye view, and, he, and he's looking at Crookshanks, and he's wondering, is this what Crookshanks sees when I'm knees down here? And he's <laughs> Crookshanks is like, you're weird, and goes to sit with Snape. <laughs> Snape. <laughs> and Snape every well, once in a while. Typical. I mean, if anybody has a cat, no, they generally try to get away from little kids. Mm-hmm. And we know Crookshanks yeah. does like Harry because it's all, but 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 he doesn't like little Harry. I think I thought it was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, hold on. Before Crookshank goes away, mm-hmm. what the heck was this thing that made him upset about the marble? It looked like the prophecy. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. That was okay. Yeah, I thought that was actually kind of interesting. The the, the marble yeah. was the, the look of the prophecy to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I didn't quite get that either. I thought maybe I thought it, it was, was the like, uh... with Moody's eye, but I was like, mm, that's kind of weird. I was thinking the flash was reminding him of the green light. Oh. That's one of the other things he gets upset about mm-hmm. later. Yeah. Yeah, the lightning. Right. Yes. But I don't know. Prophecy makes sense. Oh, it just, I just assumed it was the prophecy. Yeah. I, 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 I'm I reading it all so through now. It doesn't say it was, but I, I assumed it was the prophecy that it, the, the marble for mine. Yeah. A light blue color with greenish glass swirled in the center. It's like the prophecy. Yeah. That's what I thought. So. <laughs> So he jumps up and he runs and he throws it out the door as far as he can. Yeah, here it is. He scrunched himself tighter trying to get the words of the prophecy to stop going through his head. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yep, there you go. Mm. I missed that part. Me too. Yeah. I like that. It was just a neat little throw in there at the mm-hmm. end. You know, it was yeah. kind of a quiet chapter, but that kind of was like, whoa. 
Yeah. And I, I like that Snape's been petting Crookshanks every once in a while. And now he's petting Harry's head and Harry's like, sir, the cat left. (laughs) Oh yeah. So he did. And you have to kind of wonder, did Snape really think that he was petting the cat there? Or was he really trying to just comfort no. Harry because he could tell that Harry yeah. was upset? I'm fairly sure he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I stay here for a while? Yes, you may. Falls asleep. And we move on to Scrape. I, I like when, when, Go ahead. one last that when he woke up and he found Hermione sitting at the other end of the sofa reading. Mm-hmm. And he was asleep between it. Just like, this is Hermione, Hermione thing to do. So I thought that was kind of cute. Yeah. Way to wake well, up. and then the way that I think it's this chapter that ends, the very last bit about, no, where's the sun starts? Harry smiled sleepily at her. And despite the shadows under her eyes, the smile she gave him was the most beautiful he had ever seen because it was her way of saying, I'm going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there are, they're starting to help each other out a little bit, which is nice. Which is the whole point of the story, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we, we move on to, uh, Poppy's back and Snape's <laughs> showing her Every his- Every time Poppy comes, she gives Snape something else to do, but I think he keeps finding them worse and worse and worse. He ought to just <laughs> start complaining about what she's given him. <laughs> First of all, he's got the sewing cards, and he's doing that really well. And he's, she's like, "You're doing so good," and he's like, "Good, can I stop?" <laughs> no, I think it's good for you. And now I'm going to have you throw a baseball gently, of course. No, wait a minute. Do they play baseball in England? Because I don't think they do. I have no idea. I thought they played rounders in in England, which is like Cricket, the same thing as maybe. But, but do they do you use a baseball glove? Because I don't know. This it kind of threw me for a second. I'm like, wait, do they play baseball? Then? I feel like the the game baseball exists. It's just not as big a deal. Um, oh, okay. I don't know that for sure. I could be making no, I think it up. It's rounders. Uh, I'll have to ask some of our English listeners to clarify on that point. I know. Yeah. When I was looking for a, a sport for something, I remember checking with the Brit checker because I was going to have a basketball hoop in the yard, and it it wasn't. The, the, you know, they suggested picking they yeah, that's a North American rather thing. that, yeah, that that wasn't, uh, it was invented in Canada. They did, they, they, they normally wouldn't have a basketball hoop in the drive. So, uh, so mm-hmm. I, I mixed that one with soccer ball. Okay. So rounders is bat and ball game played between two teams, a striking and field team game that involves batting, blah, 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 played in England since the Tudor times. What's um, it referenced in 1744 in the children's book, a pretty little pocketbook where it is called base hyphen ball instead of baseball one word. Um, so there's, it's basically baseball, but with slightly different. So British baseball is sometimes called Welsh baseball. So they play it as a minor sport. It is a minor sport that they play okay. according to the internet's. It's probably one of those details they just didn't even think of mm-hmm. being a different thing. Yeah. Because you don't necessarily imagine other places doing things differently than you do. <laughs> but, I mean, I think most places would play catch. I mean, everybody's yeah. got a ball. Yeah. Yeah. It's of just all, whether it was just or not the fact they that would the baseball the, glove that the they mid. had. That's what, yeah. that's what threw me. Mm. So, and I love him. She's like, here's a, here's a mitt and and I've charmed the ball so that it won't hit anybody. And you can play with Harry. Here's a little mitt for Harry. And he's like, are you bloody kidding me? <laughs> I like that both he and uh, Harry think that Dumbledore has put him up to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is this some thing to make us get along? 
which it sounds exactly like something you do at the yeah. start of the next scene. I don't know if that's, but when he walks in and Harry is like moving his arms like on the chair and he's like, what are you doing? He's like swimming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I found it so cute, but so funny. It's, yeah. <laughs> well, they're at the beach, but he's swimming on the chair. It was just, I found it really amusing. Well, he's not allowed yeah. to go in the water. So, you know, yeah. And then I, and I love him. It's like, where are you swimming? In the ocean. Watch out for that shark. <laughs> <laughs> you astound me. Perceptibly, <laughs> his eyes. Yep. I have, a, I have proposition. a proposition for you. And Harry's like a pro, a pro, a pro, pro, pro. <laughs> Yeah. Let's play catch. But I love Harry because he's seen people play catch before, but nobody's ever played catch with him. Okay, I can't imagine Uncle Vernon playing catch with anybody. Oh, he'd play catch with Dudley. Dudley. He would. You know them. They're out there. They're not even playing catch. They got those stupid smelting sticks and they're batting it back and forth to each other. (laughs) Probably hitting each other. Yeah. No, they've got Harry standing in the background yeah. just so they can hit the balls <laughs> at him. Oh. Yeah. oh, boy. But he's so excited. And I love Harry. He's like, which glove is mine? <laughs> the little tiny one. <laughs> the one that looks like it can fit a puppet. <laughs> yes. How far do I stand away from you? I do not know. I have never done this before. Neither yeah. <laughs> of you know <laughs> the whole scene was possibly funny, though. It was just cute. Uh-huh. Yeah. And my and favorite image of the whole thing was imagining, like, when Hermione comes across them, just imagining what the look on her face was like. Because uh-huh. she knows Dave and Harry from school, you know, that they're out there playing catch together. I can just imagine the look on her face. It, it really Can we get some me. fan art, please? <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Little Harry with his little scar and his hair in his <laughs> eyes, and then the ball coming and just sort of plop in his in his mitt, and then him trying to throw it back and it wigging off to the side. And neither one of them can throw it well anyway because mm-hmm. he's he's four and, and Snake's crippled, so they can't. Neither one of them can can quite do it right, which is yeah. kind of a fair match between them. I thought mm-hmm. it was pretty cute. That was kind of Pumphrey's idea of the whole mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. yeah, they're probably on the same level. Pumphrey knows what she's doing. She does. I love that Snape's paying enough attention to him to tell him what to do to fix his throw. Yeah. You know, keep your wrist tight and straight so that you don't curve it. I was kind of surprised that Snape could figure that out if he's never mm-hmm. thrown he's things never himself. Played it, yeah. mm-hmm. And then Hermione catches them. Look, Hermione, I caught the ball! <laughs> I sketch, and he's like, oh dear. Not- and then Snape is looking sheepish that she caught them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's embarrassed by her, which is only fair because he's embarrassed her plenty of times. So I thought it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I love this next part because they're playing catch, they're playing catch, and all of a sudden, <laughs> Harry like runs into the house as fast as he can. The look across his face. We all know that look. Yeah. yeah. And Snape's like, what? What, I, what did I say? I, I don't understand what's going on. Hermione's yeah. like, what's wrong with Harry? You ran in here like a crazy kid. And then, like, oh, he had to pee. <laughs> <laughs> okay, solved that. Well, he got the timing right this time. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, at least he made it in there. 
I'm just trying to imagine, like, you know, if Voldemort had, you know, if, say, Lily and James had lived or whatever, and, like, little Harry, and then Voldemort had come back earlier, so, like, you know, his scar starts hurting a lot earlier, and he's, like, four or whatever, and everybody thinks, you know, like, here, his scar's hurting. He's like, no, he has to pee. So, like, every, you know, five minutes, everybody's like, oh, my God, is it this scar again? They're like, nope, he has to pee again. (laughs) Potty dance. But and then Harry feels really bad because they stopped playing. And can we please play again? Because Harry's having a really good time. Yeah, he was thoroughly enjoying it. Yeah. And Snape's going to go play with him, even though he's not as thoroughly enjoying it. <laughs> but it's it's good for him, too. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's having an all right time. He just never admitted. it. <laughs> yeah. And... There's a storm coming in, but before the storm makes it, Harry's on the swing, and Harry is going to catch a leaf. That's his oh, plan. I can't reach that will. leaf. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he, he's mm-hmm. taught himself to pump because nobody would ever push him. So he's just pumping back and forth and back and forth. I love the whole description of the way she made the swing. It actually was – I could just put myself in it so much that I actually wanted to go out and ride on a swing. It was just – I thought she did a really good job with that. Yeah. She or he? Is Whitehall – a she it's a, a she. she. A she, okay. I got to go on a swing last summer. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love to swing. I haven't done that in a really long time. I don't actually know what we did with swinging. Yeah. And he, we used to have one in the backyard. Takes his hand off and he's like, just like Quidditch. And he reaches out mm-hmm. and he reaches and just he a little off. too far and falls. Yep. And he hits the ground pretty hard, but at least he's smart enough to stay down because most kids would get up and that swing would come back and and whack him in the back of the head. head. Swing, yeah. 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 So, and then he cries. Hermione runs over. And And I can, I I just was trying to imagine this scene as it was going, like, like Hermione picks him up, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And it's like, teenage Harry is not going to be thrilled with these memories, you know? (laughs) But it just... It's got to be a little awkward, too. Like, um, you know, she knows Harry is another 16-year-old. Right. So it's just, I don't yeah. know. It, 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 imagining how it was playing out amused me. He's um, getting smaller, right? Yeah. His, his body is small he, as well. Okay. He's, he's like a full size of a four-year-old. Exactly. But but right, it, right, his right. mind is regressing to that. Of like, 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 in mm-hmm. the beginning, there was more teenage moments, I think. Oh, now there's right. more little kids moments. Right. Yeah, in the, in the first few times, yeah, he was smaller. I just got confused for a second. And I'm like, I'm trying to imagine Hermione, Hermione picking up teenage Harry. Picking no. up, right. And I'm just like, this still so Yeah, no, that's nice. not happening. Okay. No. Well, and then later... In this, in these chapters, she needs to give him, she's going to give him a bath and he freaks all out. And, and, you know, at my, at, when it first started and I'm first listening to it, I'm like, well, of course he doesn't want Hermione to give him a bath. And that's not the, he, that's not the reason he's thinking of at all. Yeah, he's thinking about, yeah, that, that but, happens a little bit. Not in this chapter, I don't think. Actually. Yeah, yeah, it's not in this chapter, but it's coming up pretty soon. So, so she takes him in and she's going to clean him up, but he says, I want one Snape. And so. She goes and gets him. And they're both kind of shocked by that. (laughs) But that's what he wants, so she Mm -hmm. goes and gets him. And Snape is even more shocked by it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, lucky for him, he's got some Ditney back. And And I love the the very slight teenager mind of Harry. Like, he's baffled by the tears, but he's unable to control them, which is like Mm -hmm. a foyer. You know, it's a little... uh, I liked that bit. He's not understanding why... He's crying, but he, he is crying because he's a little kid and 
That's what it, little it kids kind of do. juxtaposed itself with, with Snape being unable to stand why Harry would want him. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was just, it, everything seemed very real to me in this. And Hermione's guilt for not being able to, to catch him from hurting himself. Mm-hmm. You know, everything was very, very mm-hmm. real in that scene. I, I appreciated it very much. Yeah. It's yeah, just, this whole thing is really very well written. Mm-hmm, That's it why it works. Yeah, yeah. She does a great job painting pictures in your mind. Yes, absolutely. You can visualize it very well. And it's there's there's probability to everything. You can understand why things are, are happening. Yeah. So uh, I appreciate it very much. And then later, Snape and Hermione are having a conversation about, why me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's for me. Did he say why? And Samara's like, no, not really. This is safe with you. She's blaming herself, and you know, he says, "Stop that!" (laughs) Yeah, you're not a bad friend. You have nothing to blame yourself for. And and I love this thought here because she says, "You know, maybe you make him feel safe." And Snape's like, "Well, what have I ever done to make him feel safe?" And then he thinks to himself, "What have others done to make him feel unsafe?" Oh, yeah. that got me. Yeah. yeah. And Hermione's point is that Snape is predictable. Mm-hmm. Harry knows what's going to annoy him and what's going to, how he's going to react to things and stuff right. like that. So he pins a, a letter to Dumbledore. Dumbledore, I need to talk to you about Potter's home life. I am done waiting for your reply by mail. You are to come here as soon as possible to have this discussion in person. I need answers. <laughs> this is not a request. It is a demand. Severus Snape. <laughs> I like that, yeah. <laughs> you come here now. Yeah. But unfortunately, and, it doesn't And was work. anybody surprised that Dumbledore ignores him? Like, anybody really <laughs> no. surprised by that? <laughs> no. Dumbledore's like, nope, busy. Sorry, it's tax season. I'm really busy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Tax was- season is very, very busy work. <laughs> Do we even have taxes? We don't know. They must because the ministry runs I've on something. Used it against but... the goblins, so yes, they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we have a storm. After fifteen thunder overhead. Yes, all sorts of thunder and lightning. Yeah. And Harry like comes running downstairs we... and runs into Snape's legs and just doesn't let go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Grabbed on the pinch of the bottom and hold on. I liked at the beginning because remember how this whole story started out with the thunderstorm with Snape it. Malfoy Manor the night he was tortured mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Harry the night that he became a little kid. So I, I kind of liked mm-hmm. that Snape was remembering that too because it was I thought it was kind of neat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Parallels. Yeah. Lots of parallels. And so we find out again more that Harry is terrified of lightning and part of it... And it's not it, just the being left out in a storm once. Right. It's be- also no. because it reminds him of his dream of the green flash mm-hmm. that he has. Yeah, but at four years old, he wouldn't have remember. He wouldn't have understood that, which is no. But he he still has some of the teenage memories in there, so I think he's kind uh-huh. of putting it together. Put it together with him, uh-huh. and, and I think even when when we met Harry in in Sorcerer's Stone, he had nightmares then, and he could remember that laugh. So there might mm-hmm. have been certain parts yeah. that, like he did, never knew what what it all meant. It, d- it describes it, it as. He could, yeah. can't remember the car crash, but he can remember yeah. this flash of green light and a laugh and mm-hmm. wondering how that yeah. could be a car crash. Right. Yeah. 
All I can imagine through all of this is that scene in The Sound of Music. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, I kind of had the same thoughts. <laughs> with the curtains and everything. Yeah. Everybody jumping on the bed. And these are a few of my favorite things. Yep. I wasn't going to sing. Snape is never going to do that. No, he's not going to do raindrops on roses, but he does make a really good fort. He does. That was cute. Yeah, the fort was very, very good. And Hermione go getting the book, which I just loved because that's just so Hermione. What can I do? Maybe I can read something. I can read. Yeah. But but Harry was quite happy with that idea. So uh, Mm -hmm. he was apparently trying to think of a way to propose that himself. So. Worked out. Yeah. And I like Snape's talking to him. And, you know, most kids are afraid of thunder. Why are you afraid of lightning? And that's when it comes out that there's a, you know, the flash of green light. And that, of course, hits Snape really hard. Yeah. And then, you know, and Snape turns pale as a ghost. And yeah. Yeah. Like when mummy died, which, uh, again, I don't think he'd he'd remember it that specifically. But the line itself was so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. As you're reading oh. it, you know it just it, it, yeah. it worked for the story. I thought it worked yeah. very well. Yeah. That's a that's a case of teenage Harry now knows what that green flash is mm-hmm. from yeah. and what it's about, and it's being interpreted through four year old Harry. Right. Okay. I figured I that's like. what it was, but I'm like, he wouldn't. T- yeah. I had a lot of trouble with this pick, apparently. <laughs> and that's I love legitimate. it. It's got a lot of layers to it. I like it. It does. It does have a lot of layers. So th- that they find nice dark blue sheets to co- cover up the fort. Yes, that'll keep, keep the light out a little bit better. Lightning out. And they put all the backs of the couches together and put it up at the chair. Cho- it sounded like a really cool fort. It's a pretty cool that fort. That does yep. sound really cool. Maybe yeah, I, I should really done this. the fort thing, but it would be fun. Every year for one of our family nights, we do a fortnight. The kids and the my families kids get used to... to do that when they were little. They would completely demolish my living room, but it was cute. Mm-hmm. Forts. And then Hermione comes down. She had a hard time finding the books because they were underneath a bunch of other stuff. And she brought down the Phoenix Nightlight, which I thought was pretty cool. No, actually, no, Harry went up for it. Snape oh, sent did. Harry up for yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, and all he had to say, say was Phoenix come here and it would, which was mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, because yeah, it's a really cool nightlight. It's a living nightlight, kind of. Yeah, I, I want, want one of those. One of Actually, I don't because <laughs> I can't sleep with light, so it would drive me nuts. But Yeah, but you could just say, okay, light, go out when you're ready for it to go out. Turn off knocks. Mm-hmm. What is it, a clapper, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so Hermione reads two books to him, and he's sort of mellowed out. Me, but I, I actually was completely amused. Because I think this is really how normally it works. Snape till asleep and Hermione and Harry are still awake. Still awake. Yeah. <laughs> and I like that she covers him up with a throw and then takes Harry up to bed. Yeah. I like the Harry yeah. Snape bonding over bad male parental figures. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I like the image of, of Hermione tucking him in and putting him to bed, too. I thought it was kind of That was cute. Mm-hmm. And he, he admitting to her just because he's half asleep that his uncle is scary. I have to think that Hermione suspected at least some of this, right? Because she's well, smart. Considering that still smart, not after, after um, you know, in the beginning of Chamber of Secrets, it was they were starving him, Mum. There were bars on his windows. 
Yeah, nobody really does anything about that, which is oh, very yeah, There's no follow-up yeah. to that. I, 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 I've had to reconcile that thought. That I was like, they had to just have not believe them that they thought. Because remember, Molly was like, and I'm going to put bars on your windows. But she didn't really mean it. So mm-hmm. no, but then, that's but the then way I had to recon- reconcile it, that it was yeah. them like exaggerating. Because I can't believe if they really thought that this was happening to him, that somebody wouldn't have done something. Or when... um. Which book was it where Dudley goes on a diet? Mm, Goblet of yeah. Fire. And they all had to keep sending him food. Sending yeah, that, food. But, they, you know, it was another one of those things where it was like, oh, yeah, well, everybody's on a diet and I'm starving. Well, most people on a diet are eating something. And yeah. it's, it's more like, okay, well, we're just sending him extra snacks and stuff to keep him happy because they're just eating less amounts of rabbit anything. food. And I think for, for Molly's sake, because... I've, I've spent a lot of time thinking about this, actually, because it bugs me. But I think Molly was probably so happy that Harry was actually asking for something mm-hmm. that that she would she was just so thrilled to be doing it that I, that she might not have put the thought in behind it that he was really starving, just that I'm right. hungry because I'm on Dudley's diet more more than anything. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah. might have mentioned something to Dumbledore, who just sort of blew him off, and they thought, well, if Dumbledore's not worried about it, then we shouldn't be worried about it, kind of a thing. You know, that could one day I want to have a very long discussion about that because, (laughs) well, I think it's more, it's just not the story that that J.K. Rowling was telling, but it it, it, it bugs me. All right, we'll start sending tweets to Joe. (laughs) See if she'll tell you about it. They haven't been answered. Yeah, she hasn't answered any of mine either. (laughs) You just got to catch her in the right moment. Because I'd like to know which witches I'm related to in Salem, but she hasn't said. I feel like she was very deliberate in picking people that nobody's related to. Mm-hmm. So you can't do that. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> well, and I like here at the end, um, Hermione, Harry says, I, you know, I think that Snape and I are, are kind of alike. And she says, you should tell him that. Maybe you guys can compare stories. Yeah. Oh. And he says, someday I'm going to tell him, which means it's never happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess we'll see. Maybe he does actually get up the nerve in one of these later sections. But, yeah, whenever you say, I'll do it someday, it's generally not happening anytime soon. Mm-hmm. And then we have a surprise for Petunia. Yeah. Because Dumbledore has written dun, dun, back dun. and been very noncommittal. He's too busy to come. Yep. <laughs> Do you mean to say you're concerned? <laughs> Why, yes. I think that's the general tone of the letter. <laughs> it's true. They've provided him with a home, and it's true they may not. They may be hard on him, but... Could you voice your concerns in the next letter? No! That's why I told you to come! You know? The one thing... I mean, I do like the character of Dumbledore. I really do. But But that's just the one issue I can never quite get around with him. It it, it, it really Right. Like how no end. since since Harry didn't consider Privet Drive home, how did that offer him protection? Like yeah, I I just I don't get it. I feel like there was a while where he did consider it home just by default. And for that's like kind a of year. What worked? Well I think well, I mean for the first the eleven years of his life. Ten years of his life he, he mm-hmm. lived there because he didn't think he had anywhere else to go. He right. didn't have anywhere to turn, no one to talk to. It's just, it's it's really sad. It is I sad. Know. And yet Dumbledore in book five was like, and yet I care for, more for your happiness than your peace of mind. I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> not going there. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
Bloody old cooch. Get it? He honestly just doesn't get it. But it's it's even more Mm -hmm. infuriating the fact that he so doesn't get it. Yeah, I feel like Dumbledore doesn't think people can be like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember when I was reading Cursed Child, and it was the fact that you know Harry in his forties is still most of his nightmares are still involving the Dursleys more than Mm -hmm. they're involving. Voldemort. I'm like, I think that's hugely Ugh. telling that Dumbledore was yeah. a big mistake here. Yeah. So were all of those interactions nightmares? Because that there was one scene where I swear Petunia takes him to like Lily's grave or something. That wasn't real. But I think Harry even said something about that. That never happened. Didn't he? Didn't he talk about that after? But we never did that or something. Yeah, I didn't think so. But I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I think it was more that one, you know, because he specifically said that one didn't happen, but the other one, he's, oh, just the Dursley, he brushes it off, kind of like he did all along, but I, I mm-hmm. tell you, yeah, like, most of them were, me- were were just memories, dreams. Yeah, I think most yeah. of them were dreams. I need to read that again. It's one of those things you where... You can have my copy. Oh, well, it's apparently coming in the mail She's soon. She's got one coming. So. <laughs> <laughs> you get one coming. Leave it on my desk at work so that I can read it while I'm on my lunch break or something. Parts of it I hate it, but there were parts of it I really liked. So mm-hmm. I, can, I think the further yeah. I get away from it, the easier I can accept it. So Snape's having a. I just a, have to treat it like fan fiction, and then you go for the you read the chapters that are good, and go, well, I could have done that part better, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, yes, moving on to the actual fan fiction we are mm-hmm. covering. Yeah, let's cover this one because if I get on Delphi, I'll never stop. So let's go. Okay. <laughs> Forget Delphi. I like the trolley. Yeah, witch. let's not talk about Delphi. Let's talk about prisoners. Okay, that was the trolley lady was creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Snape's having a revelation because he's always thought that Potter was a brat, disagreeable, and spoiled beyond belief, and now he's wondering if maybe he was wrong. No shit, Sherlock. Mm-hmm. Snape wrong? What? That never happens. No. But then I really he- like how she calls him out on his taking out his his grudge against James on Harry. I, I really was like, mm-hmm. go Hermione in this scene. Yeah. Much like Petunia does. I mean, Snape and Petunia are a lot alike. I, I always mm-hmm. think there's a lot of similarities between the two. So, uh, I, I was... Which I neither of them would Hermione. be very pleased about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And he just decides he's going to go see Petunia. That's... Yay! Well, he doesn't can't have cast to... magic, but I can still operate. You don't have operate. to do... Complicated things for that, so just, just has to do go the, check things out myself. Yeah, so he enlists Hermione's help to uh, distract Harry so he can go. Yeah, because he doesn't want Harry seeing him leave. She tells him that Snape has a headache and he's in bed, and they play inside for most of the day. Yeah, but I think before that, there's a, a scene here where she comes in and he says, "You look exhausted." And, you know, I guess neither one of us really got a lot of sleep. And she says, does it ever get any better? After the storm either. Yeah. And yeah. And he says no. And he thinks that's probably the wrong thing to have said. But mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Do you still miss your parents? And he says, well, I miss my mother. I don't particularly miss my father, but I miss my mother. He's opening up a bit. There's still some things that he doesn't really want to share, but. Which is uh, understandable. Yeah, and then she tells him the same thing that Harry said last night, but she says it from her point of view, and it's 
I know you probably don't want to hear this, but you remind me of Harry sometimes. (laughs) I wish actually that she would have opened up a little more and shared some of her own suspicions with him. Because Mm -hmm. like I said, Mm -hmm. I think she definitely has them. And I don't think even Harry is a little kid. I think he's, he's learned to, to hide this so well that I think it would be easier to get some, I, I wish to just would have talked to Hermione a little bit about it, but mm-hmm. they did never, she never wrote that scene, but I, I would have liked to have read it. Yeah. So he tells her that he's going to, he has a, an errand to run and he would like her to distract him. So distract Potter. <laughs> so Potter doesn't know he's left. And so that's what happens. Mm-hmm. And he puts on robes for the full effect. <laughs> I love that it took him a good 15 minutes to get all the buttons buttoned. Yeah. Much like Harry, remember, he didn't want the buttons because mm-hmm. he couldn't do them himself. Yeah. And he, he starts to have a, a vision of Lily. We find out here that when he first learned to apparate, he wanted to be the first to be able to do it in class, kind of. And then he sees Lily as he's doing it, and he splinches his leg off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the price we pay for Oops. Lily love. <laughs> Yeah. I missed that bit, I think. That's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah you too. <laughs> yeah. he. Uh, it says he thought with a wince back to the first time he achieved apparition. At the la- it, he said he managed to become the first to apparate, or at least most of them had. He'd left his leg behind because he was distracted by the wave of Lily's air at the last moment <laughs> as she twirled on the spot. So, oh, yeah. Well, he pulled a Susan Bones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. Susan or who was it? Who was which was the boy in that one fic that left a certain little part of him behind? <laughs> I don't remember I that. Don't remember. I have no idea what you're talking, what fic you're talking about, but I know exactly what part you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to oh, me we read a fic about that one. Was it a Zacharias Smith? It was. Yeah, it was one of those. Okay. <laughs> those guys. Yeah. Anyhow, um, oh dear. so and then I love that he gets there and he hopes that Petunia's gotten fat, which of course, yeah, that, that was, was I thought the best line in the whole chapter was that one. <laughs> and of course she didn't, but I, I love no. the fact that she did. <laughs> and he's, you know, he's having, he's having flashbacks back to his father as he's doing this because he's pretty close to where he grew up. And, you know, we get a little bit of hit more of his backstory and we get, we'll get more and more of this as we go through, but he steals himself this, and goes and knocks on the door. But this one, one thing that caught me right here, book Petunia is blonde. This one is, is obviously movie Petunia that we're talking about. Oh, okay. When he sees it there, because I was... Well, maybe like, she died book of Petunia hair. Is blonde. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, the the movie flipped it. Cause yeah. Petunia's blonde and Vernon has dark hair. Mm. And Dudley is supposed to be blonde as well, because he's a pig in a wig. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and he's hidden behind the invisibility cloak, but he pushes past her and takes it off, and she's like, "You!" He's like, not even a hello. <laughs> he goes into the kitchen and sets up her kettle mm-hmm. and offers her tea. <laughs> yeah, because he knows it'll just tick her off. <laughs> I do like him needling her very much, because mm-hmm. I think she thoroughly deserves to be needled. Of course, I think he deserves to be needled, too, but, but it, the fact that Again, I think they're both so similar, so I think they, they play off each other very well. Yeah. Every time he called, you know, either one of them a daft lunatic, I'm expecting, you daft Dimbo from, from whichever, was it the Hamilton's movie? <laughs> he was poisoned. 
Oh my god! Oh my god! She's been totally poisoned. Oh. Okay, how many people I watched just Marathon this weekend? I don't know why I still. I mean, I have the movies. I can watch them anytime I want. But every time that stupid marathon comes on, I cannot not watch it, even if it's just background noise. Did anybody else watch it this weekend? Because the lines are all no, very fresh I don't in my head. No. Oh. <laughs> yep. It's 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 always on here. If it comes on, I just can't help myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Fantastic Beast came out today. It did. Unless you want it Yay. on Blu-ray. If you want it oh, on I didn't know that. Blu-ray. It's today or tomorrow, but I think it came out today. But if you want it on Blu-ray, you have to wait till the end of the month. On DVR too? I don't know if it's on DVR. I think it might just be the DVD, but I don't know. You might um, be able to. A demand, I oh, okay. Thank you for telling me that. I didn't realize that. So, But I'm going to wait for the Blu-ray because I like all the extra scenes and stuff. I like that too. I like the oh yeah kind of stuff. that I'm gonna miss. So I'll wait. Did you ever get to see the movie, Mooney? Yeah. Okay. And then I complained about it bitterly. Okay. I I have sort of a memory of it, but I'm. I, no, I didn't complain about it too much. I edited the podcast where you had once, to see so it. I really do want to see it again. Yeah, I only I only saw it once. And Scott, I didn't cry this time. Well, that's good. Well, because like the Deathly Hallows Part Two came out, and the logo goes up, and I just start bawling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but I, well, I, I got that same thrill with this one though. As soon as the logo oh, came on the screen, the I'm like, "Yeah!" I started to squee in the movie theater, and I was with my oh. youngest son. He's like, "Mom, I'm going to sit in another seat if you can't control yourself." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Aw, <laughs> you're no fun." <laughs> squee. Oh. I know. Now that I'm seeing it, so apparently Patrick Stewart wants to obtain U.S. citizenship so he can um, vote and all that stuff. Yes. Well, here's the fun one. Since we're off topic, Jason Isaacs has just been tagged as the Star Trek. I saw as, that yeah. today. Oh, really? Really? He's going to be Star the Trek new captain. Yeah. New all captain. I think of was wait till my father hears about this. <laughs> <laughs> That'd make for some fun fan vids. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of cool, though. Apparently the whole... I don't know much about this series. I haven't read anything about it until today, but I guess they're doing uh, multiple ships. So, like, Kelly Huang was cast a while back as a captain of another ship, and he's mm, the okay. captain of this ship. And then there's um, some somebody else who's his first officer that's going to be more of the main character or something like that. I don't know. It'll be fun. I'm not sure how they're putting it together, but it's neat. Yeah. So is this a prequel, a sequel? Uh, Lord knows. I don't know really where it fits in the whole universe. Just the fact that it was him that I'll know I will at least have to pay attention yeah. to an episode mm-hmm. to see if it hooks mm-hmm. me or not. Yeah. I, you know, I have the, the Star Trek background because of uh, my friend who worked on this show. So I always have hello? to kind of... Hello? Can you not hear us? Hello? Uh-oh. Oh, hmm. Did I do something? You, you must have. Everybody. Hello? We're still here. I can hear everybody. Hmm. Scott? No. Yeah, oh, I here. hear you now. Okay. There we go. Okay. <laughs> everything just went silent there for a minute. Yeah. You Did That's you weird. get lost too, Mooney? Because we could hear Melinda. Yes, I did. I got to yeah, hear we me. Could hear I both was of you. figuring, oh, I screwed something up. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I liked Melinda. Uh-oh, what did I hit? <laughs> <laughs> Did you see? I also saw something else today. I don't even know where I saw it, but the 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 young actresses. I think I saw Neville and Hermione and Draco, the actors that play. That they have a group chat that they all get on themselves. They, I, I want to know how to get on that group chat. So oh yeah, 
<laughs> Where they just sit and yeah. yak I thought that was actually other. very cool. I know. That would be fun. That and would be really fun. Even just to see snippets of whatever it is they're saying, I think that would be very cool. And the movie comes out in 10 days, right? Beauty and the Beast. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh already? That. Yeah. I, did you see the Did you see the preview and the, the, the quote-unquote Harry Potter reference that I swear is there? You no, know, I wasn't. So, it, it, like, a minute in, there's something along the lines of, like, it's not really I've forgotten, a reference, but, I can't, but I can't remember what I've forgotten, or, you know, because it's kind of similar <laughs> to the line that Neville gives mm-hmm. when he gets his remember all. Yeah, the, the man who interrupts her to say the good morning bell, which was from the song, mm-hmm. uh, he then says, oh, hello, um, uh, Frère Jacques, or something like that. Um, have you forgotten something again? It's like, yes, I believe I have, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, you knew they were going to have to tie it in there somewhere. Little yeah. Neville. Yeah. I think it's so funny that the, the whole next little generation coming up, they're going to see this movie and they're going to see Emma Watson as Belle rather mm-hmm. than Hermione. It's like, I don't know, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, my preschoolers are going to just love that. Yeah. And it'll be one of the but few I movies I that I actually go and see that the kids are talking about because I don't usually go see the kid movies, but I'll go see this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to make plans for that. I don't know if I'll be seeing it as soon as it comes out. But I need somebody to go see all these things with because my cohort doesn't do anything. We'll go with Melinda. Okay. Yeah. I'm go. I'm actually going with a bunch of moms who also all have boys. So we're all just decided. All right, let's just all go together because the boys aren't going to come with me. <laughs> <laughs> How far away are you from me, Melinda? I'm in Kingston, which is down on the South Shore by Plymouth, which is, it's a good hike for me, quite honestly. Yeah, probably. Oh, well. Down towards the Cape. Come in the summer, it's much better in the summer. I was going to say, it was summer, I'll be in Boston, so. Pretty good hike from Ryan's house to your house. Oh, yeah. But that's just because the traffic was bad. Ryan would be more, like, you, we could beat up by Ryan and go with Ryan and Danielle and see the movie all together. That would be fun. There you go. Okay. All right. So hopefully I'll be in Boston this summer, provided I can get a job, and then we can, yeah. Yeah, definitely. We can meet up and do something. That would be Well, oh, this is very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably they actually stay. just got tickets for Wicked. Wicked's coming to Boston this <gasps> summer. I'm really excited really? about that. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, chill. I love that show. It's a good show. It's a lot of fun. My, I'm glad I got to go see best it. Friend, I used to call her Glinda and totally not anything sarcastic. She got to the point where she was Glinda pre, you know, <laughs> transformation. It was, it was terrifying. Um, it really was. I, I could tell you stories. But, <laughs> <sighs> but in the meantime, we've got Snape and Petunia. Yes, we have our own story to talk about. <laughs> yeah. We keep getting stuff. We do. And Snape wants to know what her opinion of Potter is. She said, <laughs> what? And he's like, just answer it. And, well, he's lazy, rude, freakish. Why? Is there something wrong with him? You when know, she gets going. She 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 just blurts it all out there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, this this I found interesting. She was like, you know, she's lazy, rude, and freakish. Why is there something wrong with him? I mean, she obviously thinks there's something wrong yeah. with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she's yeah, but worried she's because more worried. of the, yeah, he needs to do something that you're going to send him back to me, and I have to deal with it. You know, you, uh, you, you keep Well, yeah, yeah this, you're going to so send hard. him back to me as a four year old, and I'm going to have to do this whole thing all over again. Is what she's thinking. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Because she was there for the whole shrinking business, and she Mm -hmm. was worried about him a little bit before that. Yeah. As comes up in here, she does have some shreds of human decency. Just a few. Hardly. 
Uh, but Snape agrees with her. And she's astounded because, you know, all of that lot, they all think that he, the sun rose and set with Harry and, and you know. And so Snape's like, yeah, I, you know, he is rude and he's hard to live with and I have to teach him at school and he's a brat. And she's like, whoa, cool. I like you now. Yeah, yeah. She, <laughs> she thinks she's got somebody on his side. And she says, you know, something's been wrong with him. I, I he just, he was just real quiet and everything. Vernon said he was lazy and that might be it, but there was something going on. And Severus like, well, his godfather died. Oh, well that explains it. I thought he was Did trying to kill himself by starvation. That's actually so, like he needed any help. Pathetic about serious. That, that, that's kind of a big statement right there. You know, mm-hmm. that, he, that he actually did that. I was just like, Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Well, didn't you ask him why he wasn't eating? Well, after a few weeks, I asked, I started to get a little worried. I told yeah. Vernon to lay off of him a bit. What's Vernon do? Well, you know, he yells at him and stuff. And if you can hit him with a frying pan, that works really well. But dang, he's fast. <laughs> oh, boy. And Snape just oh, really plays. Boy. He's having Snape a hard time, clenching though. his teeth at this point. I can just yeah. picture it. Yeah. And then, I don't know how Snape didn't, you know, lose control at this point. Well, he's starting well, to lose control of his magic. And then she shows him the cupboard. And that's where it all ends because he's about ready yeah. to blow up. And he's like, yeah, the pictures on the walls are starting to vibrate. He's like, well, look at the time. appreciating, you know, that this is very much how Snape, you know, just a few months ago, how, how Snape reacted to him. So it's, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's very much the same way that he was acting. Yeah. I, and I think it's got to be hard. It must be to, disconcerting for him to see that mirror now that he doesn't think that way. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. is that what yeah. I looked like when I was doing that? You know? <laughs> Yeah, and this is you know he used to destroy his his room when we, he was little, so we had and he would barricade himself in here. So we just started leaving him in here, and then Snape stops dead, and he's like, "Oh, the cupboard." When he got in trouble, you know, he went into the cupboard, small space, heavy door, the wardrobe, and that's where he's really. Oh man, he this is why he mm-hmm. does that, and that's why he's like, "Oh." Dang, look, it's time. Gotta go. Yeah. It makes sense. Like, you know, Harry didn't yeah. like to be locked in the car. He didn't want it, but, but that still, that was his safe space. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, mm-hmm. he, he would seek that out. I, I think that makes perfect sense. Yeah. So that was, uh, you know, I think Snape's hypocrisy kind of thrown back in his face there. But at the point, he's also actually very angry on Harry's behalf. So I, I thought it was a oh, yeah. really good way to end that. I chapter. would like, yeah. love to see Molly's reaction. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that. Sick Molly on Petunia. Molly discovering oh, the cupboard and, and just Molly and Petunia going at it. That would be a, a joke. Oh, not by Harry, you <laughs> bitch. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Melinda, can you write this? Molly got away easily. You know, it was wartime with killing Bellatrix, but I could see her doing the exact same thing to Petunia in that situation. Yeah. That probably would, especially with her husband who's in charge of being nice to muggles, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that wouldn't be so good, would it? We didn't do it to him because he was a muggle, Dad. We were doing it to him because he was a horrible so piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. You know, she uh, might be yeah. able to get away with it, though, because it was for Harry. That's you true. Know, the whole wizarding world at this point, Harry'd yeah. get her off. But still, getting away with a, a Nevada cadaver has got to be kind of a big deal when it's not. Mm-hmm. The middle oh, of the floor. But if anybody well, would deserve it, it would be Petunia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, or Vernon, more like. Well, both of them. 
Or just let but, Molly go at her without a wand. That way Molly doesn't get well, Please, please, please. <laughs> no, but I love the way this chapter ended. What are you planning on doing with Potter? Severus asked breathlessly, pushing past her and going to the door, pulling the invisibility cloak from his pocket. Yes? Oh, no. With you, he said, sneering mirthlessly at her before throwing the cloak over himself and slamming the door behind him, leaving the horror-struck look on her face permanently burned into his memory. He only wished he could have enjoyed that. Because he's ready to blow. Oh, yeah. And then we have Harry and Hermione and the evils of baths. Oh, dear. <laughs> this is funny. Okay, why do small children not like baths? Well, it's not so much that Harry doesn't like baths. It's that no, whenever... I mean, like, in general. I mean, I, uh, not counting Harry, because I get why Harry doesn't. But, like, small children do not seem to like them. They don't like, I think they don't like stopping the fun of whatever else they're doing mm-hmm. in order to have to get in the bath. But once they're in yeah, there, they remember. Go sit uh, in there. Yeah. It's fun once you get going on it. But yeah, and he's. And his, you know, the change in temperature and things. That, that's why um, babies at baptisms almost always have problems because the water's cold. Why are you putting cold water on my head? <laughs> or hot water in the case of baths. It's, yeah. You know, because you, you want it to be quite hot to be warm when you're in there, but it's a shark to get in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. But so Harry has his own traumas associated yeah. with him. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Before we even get to the bath, we've got Harry playing with in the mud, which mm-hmm. I thought was yeah. just really kind of cute I, and funny, and I love how, like, the childish part of his mind is remembering his real childhood, mm-hmm. but the teenager is trying to reason, you know, Hermione's not going to hurt me if I get dirty or what you know that he's yeah. it's almost a war of the two parts of his mind going on in there i thought that was yeah. kind of interesting mud. Mud. Yeah. and i like that the childish part was winning i actually really liked that that it was he that he was just too much drawn to, to getting in that mud and uh even the fear of getting in trouble was was not mm-hmm. gonna stop him yeah and he mud. goes down and he's he's jumping in the puddles and he's like aren't you gonna play too and she's like i don't have boots <laughs> He's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I can just imagine the look on Hermione's face. Ah, uh, no thanks. <laughs> and he's just having so much fun. He's uh, being a frog rivet, rivet. He's hopping from <laughs> puddle to puddle. And then he sees mud and he goes. And then he gets stuck. And he almost falls. Oh, dear. <laughs> and he's, yeah. he's doing it and he, you know, makes it so he can, doesn't fall. All right, who's typing? Me, sorry. Type slow. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> then he hits a root and he falls. Splat. Oops. Right. And then he's, he's just terrified. What has he done? Aunt Petunia would just kill him if he tracked mud into her house. If he, yeah. And how, how am I going to get clean? And he even considers going in the ocean to wash mm-hmm. off, but he promises <laughs> reasonably that he wouldn't do that. Well, yeah. And Hermione comes I hate, over. I hate the panic that Petunia causes. It. It's like, mm-hmm. kind of loud. Kids are supposed to get dirty. Yeah. I don't remember playing in the mud. Oh, man. I'm not sure I ever did either. I'm not sure. I might have. I know I had a sandbox that I loved a lot, but I'm not sure about mud even as such. In the dirt or even at the... Mm-hmm. No, the I beach. take that back. It definitely stomping. I can remember stomping in puddles. Yes. I was apparently the kid who was trying to convince um, somebody else of the 
the joys of getting dirty and things mm-hmm. because there was, I've heard this story. I don't remember it at all, but there was apparently a, another kid my age who moved in down the street or something like that. So they came over one day to maybe play with me and I went and showed him the sandbox and I was getting very frustrated with him for being so gingerly with the sandbox. I was like, no, you've got to get in the sand. And I started like throwing sand at him. And then this kid is crying because I throw sand in his face. And uh, You're so mean. So it was a not a great day for that kid. Apparently I don't know how exactly it ended. I imagine they went home, but uh, yeah, Aww. I was just trying to convince him about the, cause I guess this was a, a kid who was very neat and tidy and was raised to be that way. And I didn't get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's not fun to be neat and tidy. Mm-hmm. Well, I can imagine Percy being like that. The old little Percy with like, you yeah. know, no, but I couldn't would. imagine living with Fred and George that they ever allowed him to be completely. No, I'm sure not. No. There was... It was probably a, a reaction to Fred and George, quite mm-hmm. honestly, the way they yeah. wanted that order because there was nothing orderly about them. No, oh. they'd be hiding behind bushes throwing mud balls at them. Can <laughs> you imagine living in a house? I mean, there'd be explosions coming from their rooms at all times. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Smoke. You never know what you could yeah. eat. You never know what you're going to eat, whatever you could sit down, whatever you'd get into bed with. You know? and just then think it would... poor Ron turning his teddy bear into a spider. And, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. oh, I hate spiders. Is it they had the, the I wonder if he hated them before they turned it into I don't one as think much he as he did. did. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, I think it was all because of that. <laughs> I was trying to come up with a good spider one for cuz they for World Book Day, the Harry Potter fans got punny with and there was oh, a yeah, Potter yeah, book. Yeah. yeah, Potter I book. I remember seeing those. And uh so I was trying really hard to come up with one that would incorporate spiders and can we panic yet? No. And the only one I came up with was the snowy owl day. Well, and, yeah. and the forbidden forest where the wild things are. Mm-hmm. I liked that. I was trying mm-hmm. to come up with some version of if you give a mouse a cookie, but I couldn't figure out what it should be. Nothing was having the right rhythm. If you give a Ron a roast beef sandwich. <laughs> no, that's not right. It wasn't roast beef. What was it that he didn't like? It was corned beef. Yeah, corned beef sandwich. Cookie. There you go. Ooh, hey, that's right. Just probably be because it was easy soup. to get, or it was um, cheap. One of those things that they used to like, and then they had it all the time, and they're like, uh. yeah, like my cousin in asparagus. She used to eat it by the fistful, and then she doesn't like it anymore. Aww. We went through that a little bit with porridge because um, we liked it in general, but it just was often. A sort of thing like we'd end up having porridge five days in a row, and then it'd be like, uh, porridge again. Yeah. <laughs> no more porridge. Yeah. They've brought. So it was easy for mom to make, but. Cream of wheat back to our menu at work. And I love that. We can't have sugar, but the cook pours maple syrup on it, so it's pretty doggone oh, that's not good. A bad idea. Oh, that's, there's an idea. <laughs> so. But I, I'm looking at the time and trying to hurry things up for poor Melinda and Mooney because I know they're going to be tired. So Hermione says, well, I'll just run you a bath. And he just panics because when he'd get in trouble and dirty, then Petunia would throw him in a cold bath and scrub him until his skin was raw and then throw him in his cupboard with no dinner. And he, 
he on one level knows that Hermione would not do this. But yeah. on the other level, he's terrified. And then she's like, you know, I'll just run you a bath. No big deal. Let's go get cleaned up. And, and he's like, no. And she's like, what? He's like, no, 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 I don't need a bath. Nuh-uh. And all he can think of is how Petunia would act really nice until she could catch him. And then she'd drag him in there and, you know. Yeah. yeah. He's not and giving I, them time to explain that this is a normal bath or explaining mm-hmm. to them why it's such a big deal that he doesn't want one. Or- Although when it does, nobody freaks out. Like, I was very surprised at the lack of reaction from Snape and Hermione. Well, they're he bewildered. I liked how it was, because when Hermione, she just couldn't, he just kept saying no, no, no to her. She couldn't quite figure out what was wrong. It was once Snape got there, and I actually thought, you know, he did a very good job of getting the Harry to admit to to why he didn't, mm-hmm. you know, get the story out of him. He hadn't, uh, you know, he reasoned with a kid, which isn't always the exact easiest thing to do. So oh, I no. actually appreciate that scene very much of how we got him to tell him mm-hmm. what's going on. But yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I admit I, I would have liked even a conversation between Snape and Hermione afterwards about it, not in mm-hmm, front of them, mm-hmm. but but I, I would have liked to have known more about their thoughts during that scene. Yeah. And, and you know, poor Snape, he comes into the middle of this, he has no idea what's going on, and he's like, what happened? And she's gonna make me take a bath! And he's like, uh, bath? And? How <laughs> do you not laugh? <laughs> and he's having trouble not to laugh, you know? <laughs> Yeah, because of course, what that would be the worst they thing think originally do, is just that it's like this is a kid who doesn't like baths, or mm-hmm. they're not, they don't understand the the severity of this whole thing for Harry. Right. And, yeah. Oh, baths are yeah. wonderful. I miss yeah. taking a bath. But the well, the part that I love that seems so real is at the end, then Snape couldn't get him out of the bath, which mm-hmm. is just very, yeah. very typical of usually how that whole bath. You know, well, never mind with the fact that they, my kids have never had a cold bath. That was always how it ended, was getting them in was the hard part, and then getting them out was even harder. Right. You just had to find See, a drain in the tub. That's the part that doesn't make sense to me. Like, you know, they, they, they realize that they enjoy it. Do they, like, forget at the time, like, you know, the next, next time, time around? Like, they're little. Their, their attention span is not that good. <laughs> that's yeah, true. Like a gnat. So the... Hermione's going to go up and pick out a toy for him, and Snape's promised Harry he can help regulate the water temperature, and then... He had to add all the bubbles. So he lets like, him add I the knew that was back. a disaster coming the second he said it. Oh, yeah. Whoops. Yeah. yeah. Are you even in there? Because all he can see of Harry is, like, the top of his head. He's just covered in bubbles. Snape's like, well, at least the mud will disappear. Yeah. And I don't like it. Think, can you imagine teenage Harry's reaction? You know, once he's a teenager oh again, like, oh my God, Snape gave me a bath. Well, it's better than Hermione. That's all I can keep thinking That's is true. It's better than true. Hermione. Could but, they have yeah. used just scouring charm and gotten the mud off of him and then put him in a bath? Because somehow putting him in a bath uh, with mud just seems very. Ugh. I know you almost need to put him in a shower and run everything off of him, right? He's yeah. lucky they didn't just take the hose to him outside. Oh, jeez. We, we did that at Girl Scout camp. We went into a swamp on, like, the last day, fully clothed, like, walked into it. God knows why they let us do this. It was disgusting. And then they hauled us out, stood us there, and hosed us off. Mm-hmm. And that was the end of Girl Scout camp for me. I was like, never again. And probably once Harry told his story of why he doesn't want, they were probably very, very gentle with, yeah. with this whole thing. Oh, yeah. But, and then Snape calls him 
Harry at some point. Potter. Potter. And then says, do you want your boat, Potter? And he's like, why do you call me Potter so much? Because he has called him Harry a couple of times. And I like it better when you call me Harry. It's the name my mommy and daddy picked just for me. He's like, oh, yeah, I guess that's true. And so he says that he's going to try and remember to 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 call Mm him Harry. And then our last chapter is photographs. And we have Harry long in bed. It's 10 o'clock at night or quarter to 10 at night. And Snape's rummaging around in his boxes until he finds a bottle of wine. And it took me a minute to figure out what this was because I was listening to it. And yeah, and I got a smooth glass and I'm like, is it a picture frame? What did he pick up? And then it wasn't until he got to the kitchen. I was like, oh, it's a bottle of wine. Okay, I got it. I kind of like the fact that he commented that he only drinks wine in defiance of his mm-hmm. father. Yeah. So yeah. The sissy girly cool. drink. Yeah. <laughs> he comes in he with a bottle of wine. sneak it into the kitchen and gets bagged immediately. Mm-hmm. You look guilty. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. What's behind your back? Oh, for the love of, all right, fine. But you can't tell Dumbledore. Who's the adult here? (laughs) Hermione. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It was a funny scene, though. I actually enjoyed this scene very much. We have uh, his mother as a wine brewer. And Hermione's like, my parents and I brewed wine once. It was awful. It tasted like vinegar. (laughs) And... She's got a photo album, and he's, you know, from when she was little, she thought maybe it would help, but she can't quite get it to open. Mm-hmm. And so he pulls down two glasses, and he gives her a glass of wine. Just don't tell Elvis. <laughs> I'm glad he gave her the glass of wine. It's, like, it's, it's It's not only here. I mean, but in England, the drinking age is, what, 18, and this is... Yeah, seventeen. July now, I mean, come on. It's eighteen. I thought it was sixteen, it's but okay. Probably seventeen. It's whatever. They're. It's, I mean, she's an adult. Legal, but but I know they often like. I think around sixteen, they start you know having a glass of wine with dinner. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and she's very close to that. So I I, I like the fact that he. Uh, now the question is, what kind? Well, it's just wine. It's wine that his mm-hmm. mother made. So and it's good wine. Apparently, he's impressed that she's actually. Uh, enough of, she's had enough wine with her own parents that she's somewhat of a connoisseur and can tell that it's actually decent wine. Yeah. So, and he decides that he'll share his photo album with her to kind of get her to open up. This this just, just, just was beyond my comprehension that like Snape had progressed to the point where he's like, I'm going to show you childhood pictures. I just, I, 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 I actually such I liked, a hard time. I liked the scene very much. I liked the, the building of the relationship. But, did, but it did, kept, I kept thinking, you know, I get that the author likes Snape. I get it. But yeah. he's a good guy, but he's not a nice guy. I think he, oh. he would do anything <laughs> to protect these students. But I think he'd protect their lives rather than their emotional well-being. I think yeah. that there's a difference in what he would, what he's capable of. But that was just well, me. it's you know, it's just that this wine really mellowed him out. <laughs> <laughs> it's good wine. <laughs> okay, we'll blame it on the wine. I can go with that. <laughs> Apparently, it's you have to be 18 to buy alcohol anywhere in the UK. But you can, if you're 16 or 17, you can, and you're eating a meal with an adult in like a restaurant or somewhere, you can have some alcohol. 
And from 5 to 16, you can have it at home or other private pre- premises. So, Which, quite honestly, I like a whole lot better than the way the U.S. does it. Mm-hmm. That way, the parents yeah. are teaching them how to drink rather than just how to drink banning it until they're 21 and then having the kids going out and going wild. Mm-hmm. I, like, yeah. I like it way better. My dad got me tipsy when I was 19. <laughs> my dad is it, European, so we, was... we, had, we had European rules at my house at home. Because <laughs> I just think it works better. My mother took my brother out drinking when he turned 21. And I wasn't living here at the time, so I didn't see it. But apparently, in at one point, he like stood in the middle of a bar and with his arms flung wide and spun in circles and said, I have the best mother in the whole world. <laughs> I admit, I, um, my son, my oldest son went on a school trip last April to, um, the Galapagos Islands down mm-hmm. in, uh, South America. And down there, the drinking age is 18 and Connor was 18 at the time. So I knew he was going to be allowed to do whatever he wanted to do, but he was there. So I was like, no, you're not going down there without ever at least have it. So, so I sat down here with them and like, here, you're going to drink this. At least I want you, cause especially I'm probably getting myself in trouble telling the story, but anyway, he's a diabetic and I wanted him to know how this was going to affect his blood sugars before mm-hmm. he, he just went down there and he didn't like the taste of it. I don't like the taste of it either, so I'm yeah, on his really, side. I was like, all right, get, was sitting there for the longest time. Like, all right, Connie, you don't have to finish that if you don't want to. <laughs> I was like, this is not normal. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, you yeah. know, that's really smart, though, because a lot of people wouldn't, I mean, you obviously would because you live with it, but I wouldn't have thought about how that would mess up his blood sugars, but yeah, it would. So. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm a diabetic, too, so I think I can, no, mm-hmm. I, I think I'm more, sensitive he has a friend yeah uh, well just aware of not not as he has a friend who who's who became diabetic it's weird in the same town but she her mother was you know you get overwhelmed by the whole thing mm-hmm. but i think i didn't as much simply because i'd already gone through it so i think right. connor has needs for time there we go friend does. did we lose you again mooney yeah my internet like it's gotten to the point where my internet doesn't work on my mac or my pc when i'm at home it's just sad I know it's very, very depressing <laughs> and it's very hard to do anything. Well, you just missed us talking about alcohol, so it's all right. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so he opens up the book, page one, in which Severus Tobias Snape is brought home from the hospital. <laughs> and Tobias Snape's horrible, evil, oh, excuse me, awful 60s mustache steals the show. <laughs> and she's like, wow, he really is scary looking. Scary looking. Yeah, that's uh, Harry's words for it. That's mm. cute. I'd like Tell to hear one shot about why he's named Severus. Why? I don't know. I don't think I've heard that. Not, no, I, I said I, I'd like to hear it because I've never, you know, it just seems like it's just a strange name to give one's child. I, I think it was more... J.K. Rowling's play on words a lot, you know, because he's so yes, yes. Mm-hmm. yeah, yes, but Snape, Snape, Severus, Severus, Dumbledore. I read something earlier today where somebody said, "If I say Snape, Snape in a crowd, and somebody says Dumbledore, I'll know I have a new best friend." <laughs> <laughs> so he uh, has it. Has anybody ever done that? Because that just sounds so fun. <laughs> I don't know. I'll try it at uh, Harry Potter Land. 
Oh, please do. <laughs> There's like a meme or something that goes around it. I have to remember when somebody casually members mentions Harry Potter, not to just pounce on them with all my knowledge and everything, because I want them to think, you know, they might just like Harry Potter, not really yeah. like Harry Potter. <laughs> They're kind of rabbit fans. so in the second category. <laughs> fans? Us? No, never. Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I love it when the people at work go, I don't know anything about Harry Potter except for what I know about from you. And now I'm interested and we have a new teacher and she's like, I took my girls to Harry Potter land and I didn't know anything about it. And it was really, I had fun as somebody that didn't know anything about it. You're going to love it. <laughs> well, that's how I got hooked on the whole thing was when my son went to preschool for the first time mm-hmm. and one of the little kids in the preschool class had a, a, a birthday party and it was a Harry Potter theme party. And I didn't oh. know anything about it whatsoever. So I just bought a wizard costume, you know? Right. And, and so somebody, you know, I remember them walking in the door. My son had this little purple robe and the big hat. And they're like, oh, Dumbledore. And I'm just looking at him like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I had no <laughs> sure. meant, you know, with the whole. Yeah. But what struck me as I was there was that the moms were way more into this than any of the kids were. And I was just kind of looking at them like, Oh, okay. You know? So literally the next day, it was a rainy day. I went to the library and took out Sorcerer's Stone. I was like, I got to at least know what these people are talking about. And I read it a day. And that So the next day I went back and got Chamber of Secrets and read that one in a day. And then I did that because it it was Goblet of Fire that was out at the time. And I I got to Mm -hmm. Goblet of Fire. So I read that one. And then, then I had to wait for it as things, because that's how I got hooked into the whole thing, that mm-hmm. it was, it was this party that I had no idea what they were talking about. I was like, why are the moms more into this than the kids are? Because <laughs> the moms are smarter. Yeah. And it was, it, it definitely expected me. And I know I remember distinctly getting a phone call while I was reading Goblet of Fire, and it was my sister-in-law who had heard that I was reading these books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she was excited that I was reading them. And so she just happened to call to say, I heard you, you know, I'm like, yeah, I'm reading it now. I'm like, they just entered a graveyard. She's like, oh my God. (laughs) I'll call you back in 20 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) I I very distinctly remember that. It was very cool. Yeah. I, uh, I took my Jake, I had to take my Jake dog to the vet and I was reading it. I was at that same part and the vet was like, Oh, you've got it. How is it? I'm like, I just killed Cedric. <laughs> I didn't say it out loud. I was like, they just killed somebody. It's terrible. I didn't tell him who, but yeah. Uh, oh. I remember reading that thinking, I know this is supposed to be a seven book series, but how the fuck is he going to get out of here? Are they going to like continue the Harry Potter series without Harry Potter? That's mm-hmm. going to be weird. You know, I just was like, how is he possibly going to get out of this thing? <laughs> Yeah, well, Joe's sneaky that way. I would really love to be waiting for another one right now. Mm. One of these one days. Day. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's the one thing that kids nowadays don't. I mean, they're they kind of lucky, yeah. but yeah. at the same they time, they're not. You can read the whole thing because I think you just read it too fast then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas it was the waiting and the, the speculating with other people mm-hmm. that was. I think sucked me in more than even like I liked the books, but it was in between that I liked them so much. I, I think I discovered fan fiction in between the weight of Goblet of Fire and Order of the Phoenix, just because 
I wanted more of it, you know, and then right? I mm-hmm. didn't know fan fiction existed at that point. I think I started with discussion groups and it was a discussion group that got onto the topic of fan fiction. Oh, really? Yeah. And, and I was, you know, I was like, what's fan fiction, you know? And so I got directed and I think one of the very first ones I read was Psychic Serpent. <laughs> well, that'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that one, it was very well written, you know, it was, I'm like, this is amazingly what, you know, I was kind of shocked by how good it was, but some of it was like, you know, like the, Harry in a sex scene, all of a sudden, I was just like, okay, you know, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that, as that I recall, that's quite the sex scene. And, and I remember it? posting about it, and I was like, God, I must have sound like such a naive little mm-hmm. schmuck, you know, when I was writing this, this comic. Oh my God, Harry's like, having sex? Wait a minute. I was like, what the heck is it? And they must have just like, what are you talking about? Because now, of course, later I discovered that there's a whole wide world of fan fiction of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But for oh, me, it was yeah. shocking. As I, first, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, just before I, we sign in for tonight, the the other, the Facebook group that Melinda and I belong to, somebody posted, I need smut. Any kind of smut? Just send me smut. I'm like, yeah, not even going to go there. Too obs- and I wish to death they would stop with the fan art of the Harry and Draco stuff because I literally want to stick my finger down my throat every time I see it. Oh, I, I don't look stop. at it, so it I, drives I me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I get enough on that at LJ, and I don't yeah, usually click on I have those. No interest in that. What's it's like? Fine if you like it, that's fine. But why do you have to keep posting these pictures of it? I don't want to see it. <laughs> I'm cranky. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> I'm kicking the cat off too. So. He wants me to pet him, but then he gets mad at me because I'm petting him. He keeps going, <laughs> meow, meow, at me. Mine, mine was up here on my keyboard for a while, but she left. No, oh. lucky you. <laughs> Mine's still here going, pet me, pet me. <laughs> we're way off course. Well, we have, we're looking at these uh, photo albums or at this photo album. And I yeah. like that Hermione wants to know if he drinks like his father. And he says, no, the only thing he'll drink is wine because his father thought that was a sissy drink. Yeah. I, I kind of like that he drinks wine because of mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And he talks a little bit about, oh, well, they see a picture of, of Severus and Lily sitting on the front porch. Okay. We were so there. hold on. So this, this part where it was like, that's a good picture. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Isn't it? I thought I misread Hermione's what's wrong as what went wrong. And I was like, Hermione, <laughs> that's a horrible thing to say. And I was like, oh, wait, okay, we're good. <laughs> Just got to read this the right way. Yeah, and and then we have a little bit of a discussion about uh, hitting people, and he says, uh, I understand that you've got a pretty good punch, too, because he, <laughs> he talks about how Lily broke uh, Black's nose once. She's like, no, it, only it, once? Yeah. Lily broke. Hermione yeah. punched Draco. And then funny. Hermione oh, punched yeah. Draco. And she's like, Draco totally deserved that. And he's like, I'm sure he did. I have no, I, no <laughs> doubt that he did. <laughs> that was pretty funny. And then he tells a bit about his parents' death. And that is, he and his father fought because he wanted to be a healer. Which, I mean, that would have just, his life would have been such a different life. And I I think he would have been a good healer because of the potions part of it. He probably wouldn't mm-hmm. have had a very good bedside manner. Bedside manner, yeah. No. But he would have been I mean, a good but, but healer. But he's getting better with, mm-hmm. like, kids and stuff. So I think he could learn how to do that. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, if circumstances had been different for him, he might have been able to. Uh, the one part about this whole discussion was was when he talked about when his parents died and Lily's reaction was very cold. I, I had trouble, you know, because all through canon, they told us how warm Lily was and mm-hmm. how I, I think she would, if that was really what changed him, which I don't believe it was, which... Well, I, I think what he said was that he got angry and she felt like he was angry at her and he couldn't articulate the fact that he was angry that his parents had died. And so he kind of drove her away without meaning to. I don't think it, mm-hmm. it meant that she wasn't sympathetic to him. I think it was more that she thought he was driving her away. I mean, he was being mean and she didn't understand. And if he had said... I'm just really angry because of my parents, then she would have been more forgiving. But because he never Mm. really articulated that, she didn't realize why he was acting like such a jerk. Yeah. That was how I took it. I mean, so did she she not know at all that his parents were? Because, I mean, if she she did, then then I'm... Yeah, if she knew the things, I I don't know. I, I had a little trouble still swallowing this, just that, no matter how he was acting out because mm-hmm. of it, if she hadn't really known this was because his parents had both died. Then, yeah. Yeah. She should have figured I, that I, part out, I suppose. Yeah. And I think it was quite honestly, a little more glossing over the reasons why he became a death eater um, more mm-hmm. than, more than anything. So mm-hmm. I, I, I had a little trouble with that. Yeah. We make it through to the end of his book and she's, you know, she, Hermione. So hesitant to share hers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but he's he, so much more recent for her, her losses, mm-hmm. you know. But, but I, I like that she felt, okay, well, he did, did, so, so he actually did her a favor by sharing his first. Right. Yeah. And then they, they start off with the grandparents and he's like, my lord, they look like bugs. Because <laughs> they have bifocals. <laughs> <laughs> and then he feels like an idiot because he said that out loud. Whoops, I shouldn't have said but that. Made her laugh, yeah. <laughs> but she laughs. And I like the fact that that's one of his, that he, that he says things and they don't come out the way he means. I can see that as being one of his flaws and being unable to control. I I actually appreciated that very much. Yeah. And then she asked kind of the same thing Harry did. She wants him to call her Hermione instead of Miss Granger. Yeah. I thought that was cute. On a side note, is grandma a Britishism or is that an Americanism? I don't know. Scott, what do you call your grandparents? Scott. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Did we, I haven't heard from Scott in a long time, actually, now that I've... Uh, we oh, have no. lost Scott. Oh, I'm oh, here. I was on mute. Oh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> so I've said things a few times, but you guys haven't heard. But that's Try okay. British literature. I know, like, Peter Pan, they call her Nana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are but lots I mean, like, of different names, but I mean, I called mine Grandma and Grandpa and then Maitland, but, or whatever, depending on who we were referring to. Mm-hmm, but I mean, yeah. people use Nana and Granny and Nanny. It would probably be Grandmum rather than Grandma. Yeah, grandma or Grandmum? It probably mm-hmm. would be Mum, yeah. That's true. But okay. I don't know. It, uh, again, we'll have to ask our actual yeah, we'll have English to listeners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, because this this has bugged me for like ages. <laughs> I feel and I like anybody it's, like, it's like, a close enough thing that it's not to, to follow the anyway. British rules that you know. But sometimes when you yeah. don't know, mm-hmm. it doesn't even connect with you that until someone brings it up that it might be different. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah didn't even mm-hmm. think of that. 
I've learned a lot more English slang than I ever knew before from fiction. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can find myself able to translate sometimes. Like if the kids hear an expression, I'm like, oh, well, they say yeah. this there. They'll be like, you know, like, yeah. how do you know that? <laughs> like, oops. Well, like, too, I've gotten to the point where I don't remember how to spell things, mm-hmm. quote unquote, <laughs> the right way. And so, like, you know, gray. I, I can never remember which way Americans spell it, so I'll use both. Yeah, well, it's um, technically interchangeable you know. in America. Oh, it is? Yeah, yeah. you can, you can spell it either way. I like to spell it with the E just to be different, but it's correct yeah. in both ways. Or like flavor, color, all of that, I will always put a U in, and I can yeah, never figure out why everything. I just take the U's out, you're yeah. usually okay. <laughs> Well, I do like, that on purpose know, because it works for us anyway. We get mm-hmm. we oh, yeah. have both are equally. Uh, for well, a while, I was still, going through and using ISE at the end of things just to be I more British. But, I do that. Yeah. Well, like realize and things like so. My my spell check will mark it wrong, and I can't figure out why because to me it looks right. <laughs> and I you just have to it. highlight the paragraph yeah. and tell it Canadian English or UK English, and then it'll all be fine. <laughs> Yeah, I did that once, and then I did somebody's tax return in UK English. It wasn't pretty, so I don't change it whatsoever. I write in American English, and that's just the way people are going to have to read it. (laughs) You know, how do you explain that one? (laughs) Or, like, you know, I've got on my resume the word cataloging, and apparently we don't spell it with the U or something, and so I couldn't figure out why right. whatever the heck i was looking at it on was like this is wrong and i'm like no it's not yep. it's got a u in it mm-hmm. take it out usually it corrects yeah that'll yeah. usually fix it lots of different things that have weird extra letters like donut yeah. and yogurt and things like that oh See, that's Before another get, word that i can't remember which i tracked i want to go back to this ticket because <laughs> okay. i loved there was one part at the end here where they were talking about time turners mm-hmm. and i just thought oh, that yeah, was yeah, yeah. Mm, part of this whole yeah. chapter. So I want to make sure we get that one in there. Um, where they were talking about how they saved Sirius with the time turner. Yeah. But, but he ended up dying anyway. So, so they mm-hmm. went, Hermione was wondering if, even though it was years later, no matter what, what's supposed to happen still happens. I thought that was the coolest discussion. I was like, oh, I never even thought of that, but I thought that was really, really cool. Well, and it's, yeah. you know, I, I've seen instances where that's actually happened. I, I know I've shared this that before. They come back. But I have with time turners. Well, no, I, but I have a friend <laughs> whose father was a, a trucker. Okay. And his, and his rig caught on fire and he barely escaped with his life. He just barely uh-huh. got out of this burning truck. And a week later, he died in a house fire. Oh, God. Well, I know we so, just had a story here. Um, there was a girl who was in the Boston Marathon and she was one uh-huh. of the survivors. She lost a leg in the Boston Marathon. Mm-hmm. And she was recently just killed in a terrorist attack over in in the Middle East somewhere. Yeah. Oh, so man. It's like, holy crap. I mean, never mind being one terrorist attack, but to, to, to survive yeah. one and then just get killed in another, it was just like, holy moly. So, mm-hmm. it, you know, I can really see where this is coming from. Yeah, you might be able to go back with the time turner and possibly save them, but who's to say they wouldn't die the next day? Yeah, or they so, wouldn't die a little bit further. The, the, the fate, you know, yeah. supposedly it's supposed to be your your choices that, or, that make it. But this seems make it more like like destiny. It's, it's, I thought it was a very interesting point that I was mm-hmm. like, ooh, when I read that. Mm-hmm. I've always wondered. You can make it work either way, but I feel like um, the reason 
Dumbledore came into the uh, the hospital wing and said, you know, make use of the time turner, is mm-hmm. that he'd already, you know, looked out the window and seen Buckbeak not being there in the thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that took me year, like a couple so, readings like, to knows that has out. to happen. Yeah. That Buckbeak wasn't actually dead the first time. Like I, you know, I seriously thought that they had brought him back. I just I couldn't figure it out. And yet I figured out by book three that you know Snape loved Lily. So go figure. But you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Although it is an in- little odd intricacy of the plot that Dumbledore does seem to be deliberately stalling when they go yeah. back and they're having the conversation. So you yeah. kind of wonder what makes him try to do that if he wouldn't have known that they were using the time turner at that point. It's, it's yeah. Wait, so that is that is that the time turner him going back or like how does he have a time turner too? Like how what Oh boy. <laughs> I could actually see Dumbledore having a time turner. Yeah. I could that too. might be the kind of thing that he just sort of filched from the ministry one day and you know, I've got a lot of paperwork I could use yeah. this. He never put any more stock in the rules than Harry did. No. no. He didn't. Mm-hmm. Well, and I love, I love the whole thing where it's like, okay, well, you know, but we saved Sirius, Sirius and you did what? <laughs> Dumbledore told me to take, you know, and he's like, that's how he did it. You know, and I'm thinking to myself, don't tell Snape, don't tell Snape. <laughs> he's not going to like this. <laughs> I, I always forget, like, movies make Snape so much nicer than, mm-hmm. than books. Like, Snape was apocalyptic. You know, when he found out that, that Sirius escaped, I, I kind of, uh, when I watched the series this weekend, I was like, I think I might be due for a reread. I think mm-hmm. once Tasmin's over, I think that's, I, it might be time to, to read This has to do with Potter! <laughs> <laughs> I know Potter had something to do with this. Yeah. yeah. Well, he was almost offered an Order of Merlin's, so I don't know. Yeah. But even Mean Snape in the books, I still hear Alan Rickman's voice saying it. Oh, always. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm, oh always. sorry. That was a bad way to say that. Huh? <laughs> yeah. I think even, I don't know if I had maybe seen a trailer or something, or just if it was that, that was the way it was described. Because even like when I was doing my little audiobooks of book one and two, before the movies came out, Dumbledore and Snape, still sound remarkably like Alan Rickman and uh, Richard Harris, mm-hmm. just because that's the way that they're supposed to sound. Right. Mm. McGonagall didn't. McGonagall didn't have a Scottish accent because I didn't consider that. Oh, She's, yeah. You know, yeah. Her, her way of speaking was similar just because, you know, it's the, the personality of the character was there. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's uh, I did not attempt to do Maggie Smith because that's not something I had thought of mm-hmm. as a kid mm-hmm. right. doing this. At the very end of this, he asks her to stop calling him Professor and to use his name. To call him mine. Yeah. And, yeah. She and they both say, it might take us a while to get yeah. used to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know that I can but, quite Well, do that. we've got time. I still have neighbors that, yeah. that, that yell at me because I still call them Mr. and Mrs. So-and-so. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, that's just not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I first started teaching, I was 18. And I wouldn't have called a parent by their first name for anything. And now that I'm in my fifties, yeah. I call them all by their first names and that's how they prefer yeah. it. So, yeah. but it's yeah. still weird. It is, and even like anybody I'd meet now wouldn't be no problem. It's just, mm-hmm. these are the, my parents still live on the same street where I grew up and there are still a couple neighbors there that 
that we're friendly with because we were friendly with their kids. So we stayed. So like they're, they're just Mr. and Mrs. So it's, and mm-hmm. that's just poor. There's one poor neighbor every single time I see her. She's like, just call me Betty. And I'm like, I try. I'm sorry, but I can't. <laughs> I just can't. You're busy and that's the way you're going to stay. <laughs> yeah. Or like, you know, my friend's parents, I'm long been an adult and, you know, I could call them by their first names, but none of my Japanese friends or I would dare. Mm-hmm. You know, even but even my the kids friends all call me Melinda. They do. Uh, I mean, they all do now, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I, I couldn't. Mrs. Lydon's Leo's mom. I'm not Mrs. Lydon. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like my, my I think it's you know, a generational the, thing. The students I TA will, in the emails, either address me as Miss Moon. Or, you know, sometimes professor, I'm like, guys, yeah, I'm not a that's professor. That's at school. But, that, that's different at yeah, school. But that's I told them, different. don't do that because it freaks me out. But, like, the professors will be like, you know, the professor I TA for will be, like, calling me by my first name. And it took me a week to not automatically call them professor. I'm like, stop that. I'm like, I can't help it. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, like, even the professors, you know, that teach me, even some of them are, like, calling me, you know, just from my first name. Like, I, I can't. Yeah. It's just... It's not normal to me to do that. It's a respect thing. So, well, we have come to the end of our chapters and things are moving and shaking. We're mm-hmm. getting more of a glimpse into Snape's life, which is kind of fun. Yeah, and, sort of. Well, sort of. But I mean, it's interesting to, to learn more yeah. about him and, and things like that. He's becoming more human, which is always a good thing for Snape. <laughs> Uh, and you know, I still, I just nasty. love the whole idea that he's having to snow, to sew muggle sewing cards. I just think that's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it just makes it so much more human. It, mm-hmm. it, it just softening his edges. Yes. Uh, it, it's, you know, the whole thing of making Harry a little kid is supposed to be making him able to deal with his emotional traumas and Somehow in the same way, the injury to Snape is almost making him do the same thing. It's mm-hmm. kind of a cool parallel. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. It's- I'm just trying to imagine, you know, I mean, if, if his father had a bad enough reaction to, like, you know, Snape drinking wine is like a sissy thing. Imagine his reaction to have, seeing Snape, like, do his little sewing card. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. He would have a fit. <laughs> Or even like in the last ones when he colored. If that thought ever occurred to Snape, he wouldn't mind doing the cards so much. That's true. Yeah, somebody should tell him. (laughs) We need to get Hermione on that. (laughs) And I love watching Harry as a little kid. He's just so fun. It's really, really fun to read. And and the author really does a good job with the descriptions, and you just really can see him on the swing or playing in the mud. Like, I can picture this, like, it's a movie going on Mm -hmm. so easily. I think she does an awesome job with with making the visualization so real. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a lot of fun to read. It is. It's a good story. So hopefully we'll see you back next time for the next six or so chapters, and then the next group will do an author interview, and it'll be fun. Cool. Yeah. So, do you want to do your uh-huh. ending spiel, Scott? <laughs> sure. Presumably, if you have found this podcast, you know what Potterfic Weekly is, but you can find all the other podcasts at potterficweekly.com or wherever you found this one. You can find us at forum at potterficforum.com or on Facebook in the Poufwa Facebook group, which is P-O-U-F-W-A. And uh, we will let you in and we'll talk about vaguely Harry Potter related things. 
And um, we also have a podcast called Point of View Weekly, which is where Ryan and his wife Danielle and Ryan and 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 Bob and Sue and I get together and talk about other random things that are happening because we decided we should talk about things other than Harry Potter as well. And uh, not that we don't do that during our TikTok. <laughs> yeah, anyway. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Off topic. What's that word? What do you mean? Topic? What's a topic? I don't understand. Oh, look, a squirrel. So you can find those as well. Uh, we will post when they are up or when we're recording, if we ever do any more live episodes um, on the... Have we had one in a while or have I just missed them? Uh, we recorded one last night, but we haven't done live ones the last two times because okay. Bob's sort of not gotten it together. He's okay. he's doing his own Twitch channel that you can watch him on like constantly okay. now, but oh. he he hasn't actually set us up for them lately. So ah uh, okay. But I we did record one last night, so I'll be editing soon. Okay. Mhm. And uh, yeah, hopefully you enjoyed this coverage, and you'll come back and listen to the next two to finish out the story. If you haven't read the story, you could find it at potionsandsnitches.org. And if you haven't, it's a little bit weird to listen to this, but. You know, I've done it with some. I of them, used so. to. <laughs> yeah. We talk about enough random things. It doesn't really matter. And we try and at least convey the general outline of the story, but you probably want to read it as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you, you best warn the author. Yeah. <laughs> I usually warn the authors that we're a little <laughs> off topic. Somewhere yeah, don't expect this, this to be a serious discussion of your work all Actually, the time. I think most of our off-topic stuff was at least Harry Potter related, just mm-hmm. not necessarily thick related. This yeah. is true. We we do. We went to Star Trek occasionally, but uh... mm. <laughs> hey, not as bad as the first few episodes of Poofo and Ryan would go off constantly. <laughs> yes, we didn't we, have any bears or scorpions. In We're a, good. Um, well-inherited tradition. Yes, of being off-topic. <laughs> We, so. we were taught by the best. And <laughs> we have Mullet to hear who was with the best when they did it. So there you go. We have fun, and we hope you did too. And good afternoon, good evening, and good night, everybody. Good night. Good night, everybody. Bye. So hold on to the wonder that those books brought to our keep each other safe keep faith good night